All characters and fence based in this podcast, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated. Poorly. The following program contains coarse language, and due to its content, it should not be listened to by anyone. Yes, very weird that the way that the internet looked at these episodes. I was, like, surprised. You were surprised. At the way that they were. Yes, I was surprised. I don't know what, I mean, we'll get there. <laughs> I'll explain it. But I'm just, like. I'm curious as to what they thought. <sighs> yeah, I'll, ex- I'll explain. I'm going to need wanna... some more information. <laughs> I know. Well, we'll do it after. We'll do it after we get to the end of each show. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, so here we are. I'm Kevin, and I'm Rachel, and this is Shelf Life, a podcast where a brother and sister team always are on the search for the Triangle of Zinthar, and thank you, Rachel, and go through pop culture one at a time to determine whether or not the subject at hand belongs on your shelf. We do so in great minutia in walkthroughs. Sometimes we do selections, sometimes we do weird stuff, sometimes we just like to have a lot of fun here at Shelf Life. We Rachel, do what we want. You're damn right we do what we want. <laughs> like Eric Cartman, yes. we do whatever. I do what I want. Exactly. Rachel, we have it's been a long journey here. We are finally at the end of the road. Rachel, what is up for contention? And we will have a conclusion at the end of this long-form episode of Shelf Life. What is up for contention to the shelf today? The last three episodes of the first season of South Park. That's right. We're going to go through these last three episodes. We are going to rank the season at the end. And we are going to tell you whether or not season one has shelf life and which episodes we think have shelf life over the others that's right so for those of you that are just discovering the show or are new to volume three or whatever go back there's four other south park episodes to finish off or, or to do the rest of season one so if you're like wait where's pink guy it's in part three or whatever of, of south park season one but today on this particular episode of South Park, we are going to cover Tom's Rhinoplasty, the 11th episode of season one, debuting on February 11th, 1998, written by Trey Parker and directed by Trey Parker, like every other episode of South Park. Just Rachel, like every other episode. <laughs> what happens in Tom's Rhinoplasty? Okay, so Mr. Garrison gets a rhinoplasty and the kids get a substitute teacher a hot sub yes 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 <laughs> hot sub <laughs> just a hot sub well to them she's beautiful so there you go that's correct yes i was trying to figure out yeah like how do you make a hot construction paper cut out uh, for oh, that's sure. like yeah you know like supposed to be like attractive yeah so yes that is that's what happens I mean, to, and to, you gotta remember they're they're how old what like eight they're they're in third grade oh third grade so they're third yeah. graders so anything that's like you know conventionally attractive i think is gonna be fine for them <laughs> 
Honestly. Yeah. Every 100%. other every other woman in their world is a, is kind of tends to be kind of silly. You mean like the rest of the female characters yes. are kind of silly. So yeah. like getting Ms. Ellen is is yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a little different. It's it's exotic to them. <laughs> it's exotic. <laughs> yeah, so I mean the, this is definitely the boys are learning to grow up. Or the bur- not learning no, to grow not. up. The boys are the bro- the boys are <laughs> learning about girls, I guess, a little bit more in this episode. Sure. In, in particular, they're trying to figure out what a lesbian is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a lot, a lot of that lesbians. is um that's a definitely a part of of this episode. So one of the facets of this episode is that it's the first time that someone guest starred on the show whilst having an actual role in the show as opposed to a barking dog or a cat or something like that and that is Ms. Ellen. Ms. Ellen is played by according to the opening credits that chick from Species. From what? <laughs> species. Rachel, you don't know Species? I don't think I know what this is. No. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll add that to the list. Oh boy. It's a terrible movie where so the the chick from Species is Natasha Henstridge, is her name. Okay. I might have said that wrong. And it's about an alien that takes the form of a woman and tries to seduce men to impregnate herself to okay. prolong her her species. It's almost succubus-like. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, it's, not, it's not a bad little premise. It's a terrible movie. That we'll cover one day, because maybe it's entertaining enough to have a spot on the shelf. It might be good enough to have a spot on the shelf just for Natasha Henstridge, because, yes, I understand their point. I understand kind of the joke that she's gorgeous. <laughs> this woman is ridiculously attractive. So, so I, I I get it. <laughs> Rachel's trying to look her up now. She the needs click to clacking, see, yes, a, was me. She needs to get a glimpse of these warlocks. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know her? this actress. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what else she's been in, but I know she's been in this. She's been in something I've watched. Hold on, it can't be Species. I don't think I've watched Species. Do you watch Species? Oh, she's in the too. whole nine yards. I probably know her from that. Oh, and hmm. oh, the new Charmed, not the old Charmed, so probably not that. I don't know if I know her from anything else outside of Species, but. There's a couple of weird ones in this that I'm just like, okay, maybe, maybe I like just recognize her from some of this. So yeah, I, I, I think that's fine. She's pretty. But she was, yeah, she's insanely pretty. And the, the <laughs> she is, <laughs> damn it. So the, Correct me. the reasoning for her being in the show was they were getting after Mr. Hankey a ton of good press and people were like oh my god this is like the greatest show ever and it's the hottest thing ever so a bunch of celebrities were calling comedy central and telling them that their agent was telling comedy central you know so-and-so wants to be on south park so-and-so wants to be on south park so comedy central was coming back and telling matt and trey you guys can pick any celebrities you want it's like the simpsons you can have anybody to be on this show and it'll be you know great you can do whatever you guys want and they and were like, like, can we get... Of course we're going to do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, and in their spirit of doing whatever they want, they were like, what about that hot chick from Species? <laughs> <laughs> so they said... Well, she obviously said okay. yes. Yeah, and they actually gave her a part. They said she came in. And the commentary, and it's, of course, it's hard to tell when they're 
joking and when they're like being serious they were like yeah she came and they're like she came pretty dressed down though <laughs> they were like what she is she gonna she wear went... like a freaking like tight black dress with high heels is that what they're expecting of her well and that's where i don't know like you know where the lot because i think sometimes they play the role oh no i do think like... they were just joking i think that was an yeah. absolute joke yeah they said she was nervous to do it because she had never done voice over work before sure or voice performance which makes sense like why would she she's a model slash actress who's like known for being hot you're not going to put her behind the microphone which of course again is another south park thing of like yep we're going to put natasha hentridge behind a mic i keep saying her name weird because my tongue is like dead today <laughs> natasha <laughs> henstridge i didn't do my vocal exercises oh, before okay, we started hold on. we have to back me, up me, my mo, 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 mo. <laughs> me me my mo 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 but yes, that was the reasoning behind that. And we'll get into, there's there's other another celebrity guest later on in, in the season as well, but this one was their kind of saying that they wanted to do that. Right. So yes, she's playing Ms. Ellen, and she doesn't do a bad job. It kind of, it, you're, you feel kind of endeared toward Ms. Ellen in this yeah, a bit. Yeah, she's fine. She's normal. <laughs> she's, Which is the problem. Yep, I think that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why she had to go so let's get right into it the episode starts in the classroom and wendy is telling stan that they should go on a cruise for valentine's day yeah, a cruise so <laughs> she clarifies it rachel she clarifies it because even Stan is like, I can't afford a cruise. And she's like, no, we'll make like a cardboard boat. Which is really we'll cute, honestly. Yeah, it's that a part's cute, cute because they're kids. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll pretend it's a cruise. And Cartman starts laughing hysterically. because he does, And As he's rolling expect. his eyes at all this. Because he's like, oh my god, you guys are like so lame. Because Stan has a little girlfriend. And that you're trying to come up with this like boy. fake little... Principal Victoria comes in and says that Mr. Garrison needs surgery. And won't be able to teach the class. And the class all celebrate this. Cause yeah, they, they celebrate. All... Yay! <laughs> well, I, at first I couldn't tell if they think that they're just not going to have a teacher. Because <laughs> the next sentence she says is like, well, don't worry, like we have a substitute. And they're all like, oh. Because they say yay about the fact that Garrison's not going to be there. Right. Fine. They hate Mr. Garrison. I get it. Who doesn't? Exactly. But when they when Victoria says, "Okay, yeah, you're gonna have a substitute," they're all kind of like, "Huh?" Yeah, like they, they anticipated yeah, they, kind of, they weren't gonna have a sub. Yeah, they expected. What did they like, think was no, gonna classes, happen? Like maybe they were like, "Yay, we get to go home. No school today. We don't have a teacher." Okay. When you're young, yeah. you know you're stupid. You're gonna be like, "Oh, cool. No kids teacher, are stupid. No school." That's fair. I will allow it, and I will allow it because the South Park kids are little bastards. So. <laughs> That's something that I would assume. So she introduces Ms. Ellen, who is a pretty woman, as we have discussed, based on Natasha Henstridge. Henstridge. Natasha Henstridge. I mean, pretty woman. Pretty woman walking down the street. Yeah, they could have put it in here. (laughs) The boys all woo woo over her. Is that the right term? They Um, woo over her? To woo someone, I don't think it's you woo someone. You don't woo over. I think it's yeah. What's what's the the word now? I know what you're thinking. They, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm trying to say. 
it's like swoon. Like they're are you talking about like swooning? Swoon. Okay. Swoon. It's swooning. I didn't. Even, swoon I didn't, it didn't even someone. pop up. It popped into my head. Yeah, I got it. Yes, they're swooning over her, and they they end up getting Charlie Brown face. Yeah, that they was creepy. The, the smiles like, like the Charlie Grinch. Brown. That was a Grinch grin, like old old for like the movie Grinch grin that happened. That was creepy. I thought I thought Charlie Brown, but it could have been a Grinch grin. I guess Same that's idea. probably Charlie it's that, Brown, but it's <laughs> yes, it's an overly stylized line for a mouth right. smile so then she's going around she's like oh let me learn everybody's name and she says stan and stan barfs and wendy gets upset with this because as the boys kind of point out that means that he likes her right and wendy is upset because that's like her thing is that she makes stan barf so she gets she she knows what's happening Stan here is, is that hurt. Stan has a little crush. Exactly. Yeah. We then go to the plastic surgeon to Tom's <laughs> rhinoplasty. Yes. The surgery is rhinoplasty. The the principal had made it sound like it was life or death. Yes. Yes, because she says that he needs surgery. Now, it being Garrison it's very possible that he said he needs this surgery yes. to get well, he, more time off. Oh, oh, 100%. I mean, he told the, the doctor that he was embarrassed about the nose job, and so he told him that he had, what was it, herpes? Herpes. herpes. Oh, that's right. You're right. I think yeah. it is herpes. Okay. Okay. So I don't know what surgery you would need to get for herpes. I, I don't. I don't want to know. I don't. Yeah. None of it. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's a thing. I'm not going to Google that one. I don't want to. We'll just not know. I will move on. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine. So Garrison is getting a new nose. From like a Superman looking dude. Like he's got a little curly cue at the top. He looks like... The doctor? Yeah, the, the, do- doctor, the doctor looks like cue? Superman. He's got a little curly cue at the top. The face. And the butt chin. Yeah. He's square. He's got the little curly cue. Like... Well, and I think that's supposed that's supposed to be because he looks he's got all the plastic surgery done himself. So he looks like a brick that's had a bunch of plastic surgery done. Oh, sure. Yeah. But Mr. Garrison has the opportunity because it's, you know, the future and they have this technology to be able to look into this computer and pick out a new nose and he gets to see what his nose will look like so a couple of them make it smaller diff change the shape (laughs) but one of the options is will make him look like david hasselhoff yep like exactly like david hasselhoff it's not even like (laughs) it's just that david hasselhoff (laughs) yes it is literally a picture of david hasselhoff's face and at this point, you're probably assuming, oh, they're just trying to make him want this package so that he looks like David Hasselhoff, but it's not going to work. Oh, so you don't think it was just a nose job? Rachel, would it have been funnier? Uh-oh. I'm actually asking this question. Okay. If it was like, if he, if it was, okay, like you do the nose bit and then, oh, it can be a bridge. You can do this, like with Mr. Garrison's face. And then it goes to Hasselhoff's face and that's the joke. Mm -hmm. Would it have been funnier if it went from Christopher Reeve's face to Madonna's face to David Hasselhoff's face? Or is it funnier just with the one celebrity face? 
Because, like, we're talking about how this guy wants to be Superman. So, like, he could, like, you know, that could be a subtle thing where his... Sure. Like, one of the options yep. is to look like Christopher Reeves. I think it yeah. might have been funnier if it was, like, which celebrity do you want to look like, maybe? Mm-hmm. Like, do you want this one's nose? Do you want this one's nose? That might that have could been be a contentious. Funnier. Like, Yeah, I don't know. If I think either way know, is that fine. Been... Because it's like, you know, they're just messing with his nose at first, and then it's just like, or oh, you could look like this. And then it's like, and here's yeah. like when you get full face, like everything done. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I have like an actual answer. I'm just curious. Would the alternative of like doing the joke a different way have worked? I, I think I really it would have worked that way, but I don't know if it would have been funnier. I think it would have just been like the same. Gotcha. Okay. I think maybe this one kind of makes you go because <laughs> then it's like there's actual celebrity face. <laughs> right. And it's the first time that you've ever seen an actual celebrity construction paper or magazine cut out. Yeah, like magazine the cut out. Yeah, yeah. The doctor tells him, I assume the doctor's name is Tom because it's Tom's rhinoplasty. So it's just Dr. Tom. No, I don't remember it, if they ever say his name. I don't think they do. Do they ever say he, it just says it on the front of the building, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the front of the building is just called Tom's rhinoplasty. Yeah. So I'm going to assume it's Dr. This Tom. Tom. So Dr. Tom tells Garrison that there is a risk that he will become a hideous monster and he goes through some of the detail on him becoming a hideous monster and then Mr. Garrison yeah, is like a shadow creature That's fine. that can only come out at night. Oh shit. That's right. Yes. <laughs> but Mr. Garrison is like, oh, I'm fine with that. Like, he's just like, as long as I get checks or whatever yes. it is he's I, I guess that's, said. yeah, I'm pretty sure that's his goal. His ultimate goal is to get chicks. Get some checks. So back on the playground, the boys are competing with who the teacher likes more. So they're going back and forth with, she likes me more. She was looking at me more, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Typical, you know, high school. So high, high school, school. <laughs> i mean yes Still in high school like we children. were doing that too <laughs> yeah we had that one we had the, a teacher oh, that was what nothing we had we the teacher who teacher like that... you assumed was doing all of like the guys because of how she acted and it was very inappropriate and i was just like oh, oh my really? god i hate her yeah we... We had a teacher that we didn't know how, you know, even in high school, you don't quite understand. But like we because we had a student teacher who became a full time teacher and she was very attractive. You don't think about it because you're not like, oh, she's five years older than me. Right. (laughs) But it was just like uh, this girl is extremely attractive. Sure. Because she was never inappropriate or anything like that. She was just extremely hot. And all of my friends, at least, were like. You know, hi, Ms. Oh, my God. (laughs) Not realizing, you know, not thinking about the fact that, like, oh, yeah, she just got out of college and we're juniors. So it's, you know. Sure. (laughs) You're, you're, yeah, she's younger than you expect her to be. But I don't think when I was little, there was ever like this. I don't think I ever had a teacher that was under 35 for the most part, which I know is my age. But I don't think there was like ever like a younger teacher. It was mostly like older teachers. Yeah, they. I, I was, think they, they were age. mostly like the older teachers. Like we had the, the but cool it's hard teachers. to remember. They weren't like the hot teachers. They were just the cool ones. Yeah. So. But it's hard to remember too because, like I just said, like you think that the peop- that the teachers are always like older than they really probably are. Exactly. Because you're just like a kid. Anyway. Right. Anyway. But these um, guys are actual children. 
Well, yes, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't remember being in like She's elementary school and having a crush on a them. teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't remember being in elementary school and having a crush on a teacher. Like, sure. I just don't think that ever happened. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the only time that could have ever happened it was more was so in high school, school, and it was because yeah. it was like a, a lusty, like, you know, she's hot kind of thing. You saying um, lusty is gross. Anyways. <laughs> Well, what if, well, I don't you know. I don't want to hear about your lusting after somebody in high school. It's weird. Anyway, Chef stops by. Chef is on the playground. And he sees the kids, so he comes over and says hi. And he asks because the the boys are saying that she's beautiful, Miss Ellen. Yes. So Chef asks, "Well, which level of beautiful is she?" And now I feel like I have to look up each one of these people he mentions because, like, you can. I yes, I knew the first three. I had to look up the one that they settle on because they. He says Vanessa Williams, Tony Braxton, or Pam Anderson. So Vanessa Williams. And... Hold on a second, because you remember okay. you remember the names. Oh, okay, that's Vanessa Williams. Okay, uh, next, who was it? Yeah, you've seen Vanessa yes. Williams. Tony Braxton. Tony, okay, all right. And Pamela Anderson. I know Pamela Anderson. <laughs> okay, so I think the boys are the ones that say this. They say Aaron Aaron Gray in the second season of Buck Rogers. Oh, no, that's, that's what Chef says after they all are kind of like, who? What? <laughs> no, because they say... Oh, because they say, yeah. Yeah, but that's the one they go, yeah, that one. That's the one. Oh, gotcha. So what was, okay. what's her name? Erin Gray. Aaron. And that's the one I had to look up, too, because I was like, that's an old, that's too old of a reference. That goes over my head. I know her. Well, what IMDb does she have other than the second season oh, of Buck Rogers? Either. Hold on. Oh. I just looked her up on Google. Because... Uh, of the boy's response, Chef is like, "Damn, I gotta get a look at this woman." <laughs> so, so because I feel like he would have said that yeah. with any of the women, though. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. But I think the he just wanted to make sure the... it was one of those. Tell me it's one of those, because yes. that's what I want. Yes. And I guess in his mind, Aaron Gray is like the top of the food chain. Like he's he's escalating. Oh, it's like it's okay. like being like, no, 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 hotter, okay. no, oh, no, no, hotter. hotter. So, like, oh, oh, hotter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wendy is jealous, though, and she hears the boys and Chef talking about this. So she comes over and she's like, Stan, didn't you notice that one arm is longer than the other? And Chef has, like, a line about, like, you know, that's okay, children. It's, you know, it doesn't matter. You know matter what they say about that. And then Kenny actually says what they say about that, but I don't know what he says because it's Kenny. And then... I could not decipher it either. <laughs> there was no deciphering that. And then she's like, and she's got a mole on, like, a hairy mole on her back of her neck and... Chef does the yeah. same thing, and they kind of go, what does that one mean? And they never explains. <laughs> yeah, Kenny doesn't know what that one means. I love yeah. how it always is um, Kenny knows. Kenny will know. Yeah, Kenny will know. That is a theme for the whole episode, because oh, yeah. they even turn to Kenny later. Absolutely. And I think it was in the commentary where they said something about the fact that they wanted to say something about, like, she has a like a urinary tract infection or something like that. I guess they do kind of do something like that later by saying like she took a huge dump. Yeah. Cause that seems more um, like a childish guess, thing too. Yeah. 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 Cause Wendy was trying to say like, she has a smelly, whatever She's, word that yeah. South Park would use, but they didn't want her. They didn't want South Park. They didn't want Matt and Trey to like say something about like a smelly vagina. So they went with, she. okay, uh, fine. She took a huge shit. So instead of smelling like fish, she just smells like poo. I got you. <laughs> That's right. Because that would yes. have been the joke. 
Yeah, that probably. would have been the joke. I could, I could definitely see Wendy saying that. She yeah. uncrossed it her legs like and she smells like tuna. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's actually very that. Even the way you said <laughs> that, I can like picture Wendy saying. Yeah, it. I thought yeah. we were having sushi because she uncrossed her legs, and then I was like, oh, it was just the teacher. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, you got it, you got it. Matt and Trey, if you're listening, Rachel is available for a writing partner. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to write those jokes. <laughs> I would for a billion dollars. Sure. I'll write all the, st- the stinky crush jokes you want. <laughs> so Wendy's clearly jealous of another woman getting attention and getting attention, giving her attention away from Stan. And the boys say that they're going to get Ms. Ellen some Valentine's presents. Because it is Valentine's Day. It's a Valentine's themed episode. I guess, kind I guess of. you could listen I'm to this episode. I'm surprised there's not like more decorations up around the school. Because at their yeah, age, they, they would have decorated for Valentine's. Yeah, they don't really lean into that. They mention it's Valentine's like, Day. Like they're not and they even give Valentine's. doing. Did they do Valentine's? Oh, I guess they did. But it wasn't like. They do because they give I feel Ms. like Ellen it should have been like the old school kid Valentine's, though, with the little cards. Yeah. You know, the choo-choo-choose-me yeah. type of thing. Like, that's kind of what I was expecting more so with Valentine's Day than here's, like, actual, like, Christmas presents on your desk. Like, that was a little weird. Yeah. They didn't quite lean into it. And I feel like they could have because, I mean, they South Park is they very good at the... Okay. Because they're really into, like, construction paper. Like, that's how this was made. They could have made, sure. like, they could have had the boys making Valentine's out of construction paper and who makes the best sure. one and it has like glitter and like this one has this on it and i use yeah, doilies yeah, yeah. and like you know all that crap like right. that would have yep. been great i would have loved to have seen them do like a competition with creating a valentine yeah you could have gotten some mileage out of that Ken- kenny does something either like very morose or like or, or is sexual. the best one and cartman does something Car- and, and cartman's mom tells him that he that she he needs to do something yeah that he doesn't quite understand but it has like a sexual innuendo right. in it yeah so he d- puts yeah yeah definitely like it, it having something with like like um george o'keefe flowers or something like that and and so cartman misinterprets flowers for vagina oh, yeah, or something go. like there that I, I i agree i think that would have made it better and it and it would have given it a theme because technically, I guess you can listen to this shelf life episode around Valentine's yeah, happy Day. Valentine's Day. But, <laughs> but there's not a lot of Valentine's Day. Yeah, there in isn't. This. It's just kind of like, oh, that's happening. That's yeah, that's in the background. Yeah. Like, yeah. So Wendy remembers the times with Stan, and there's like a there's like a like a, like a heartbreak song playing in the background. And really because it's just footage from the rest of the season, it's just all the times that Stan has puked on her during their relationship. Yeah, it's just a montage. So you get a montage sick. of that. It's gross. Yeah. Oh, I Highly figured you were going to love no, this part. No, I skipped it. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Ellen is doing some math at the board, and the boys are staring at her ass as she does it. So They Matt, did give Matt, her, like, a butt. An ass. Yeah, they gave her a butt. Yeah, they gave her a little, they gave her some cheese. Isn't that what it's called? Is that some what it's cheddar? called? Is that what it's called? Some, you could uh, call it a peach. No, that's the other one, isn't it? No, that's the butt. No, that's yeah. that's butt. Slang <laughs> terms. No. I was just thinking of like the emo- nice the little emoji that they use, butt. the little peach, you know? <laughs> get that yes, peach. Get that peachy peach butt going, you know? 
my workouts. They say like to get the peachy butt, these are the ones you should do. <laughs> you put apple bottom, arse, back door, backside, badonka donk. I like badonka. I don't think anybody's used that in twenty years. <laughs> Bum caboose cake, not cheddar. Ah, cake. it's the cake. It's That's cake. right. Yes. Cakes by the ocean. God. God damn, I am an old, old man that I got cheddar and cake mixed up. Folks at home, I oh, apologize. that's like when they do that I'm... stupid challenge with the dumb, like the, the, <laughs> the dumbbell, not the dumbbells, but like the, the weights and they push it over and if it like pushes onto your cake. Yes. Yeah, then you have a cake on your butt. Yeah. God damn right. Love those videos. So keep keep doing those, folks. They're so dumb. <laughs> It depends on how your ass, like, yes, I, I'm glad that you have an ass that the dumb barbell can't get over, but it depends on the rest of your shape. Oh, too. wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the boys, boys are looking at her ass. Stan volunteers to clean the erasers after class because she's like, oh, dear, the eraser is like not erasing properly. And of course, the boys are all on top of it because they think this will carry them some favor with teacher. Because they're hot for teacher. So she asks them where they're at with their multiplication tables because that's, you know, what she's trying to teach them. And I don't remember if it's Cartman or oh, if it's, it's Kyle, but one of them says, it's Cartman, okay. Cartman says that they just, they well, where they left off was that Yasmin Bleeth went out with that Richard Grieco guy, and that's where <laughs> they left off with multiplication. Cartman? What's a multiplication table? Didn't Mr. Garrison teach multiplication? Well, where did he leave off? We were learning about how Yasmin Bleef is going out with that Richard Grieco guy that used to be on 21 Jump Street, but then he got his own show for just a little while. Oh, hello. Can I help you? I'm Chef. And? I just, uh, I stopped by cause little Kyle forgot his laundry detergent on the playground. My laundry detergent? That's not Kyle's- <laughs> Place of crackers always leaving that detergent all over the place. And she's and, got and this Ellen face like, are you kidding me? Yeah, because she's too normal. She's like, what? <laughs> so, like, I'm an actual teacher. Chef walks in, yep. and he's like, oh, you know, hello there, Ms. Ellen. I I'm just dropping off some of the children's laundry <laughs> detergent. <laughs> they left it on the playground. They have to. They need their laundry detergent for school. <laughs> I, I liked this because it was just so absurd. It was anything he could find. Like Chef couldn't Chef could not think of anything better. I mean, he's chef. He could have been like, You left your lunch box or something. Like there's gotta be some sort yeah. of lunchbox back there that he could have just been like, Hey, you left your lunchbox. That's not my lunchbox. Yeah, it is. It's your lunchbox. Yeah, shut yeah, shut up. <laughs> well at least he didn't at least Kyle didn't like fight with right. him. He was just like, Here, Kyle, you left your laundry detergent. Exactly. So this allows Chef to make his move. And she says, I'm the substitute, and he starts singing a song, There's No Substitute for You. No substitute. No substitute. <laughs> they made this into a full song. Did they Apparently really? they recorded a full song with I'm Isaac Hayes. Am I yeah. surprised? No. That makes sense. No, you shouldn't be. Ms. Ellen, though, does not fall for Chef's sedux seduction. And she's like, can I just get back to teaching? And he says, well, how about you, you and I go to dinner? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. We'll go to dinner just so she can get back right. to work. <laughs> Which I figured you took some objection with that, Rachel, about the woman saying like um, she'll just go to dinner with the guy. Well, I mean, I you take she she it's not that I take objection as coworkers, right? One, it's she might be thinking, fine, we'll go get a drink after work, but it's as coworkers. One, yeah. two, that is a tactic. If you want a guy to leave you alone, you just kind of go, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We'll set something up later. Okay, because <laughs> it's like go away. 
I am working I right now. I feel personally attacked. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I could, I could no. see that being used here. Like, like, come on, let's just do this. Okay, fine. Like, see, here, here's we'll, why we'll do that I later. think. Like, here's why, like, I understand that that could be like something that will work because, like, you're just like, yeah, 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 go away, right? But I do feel like there are certain guys that will then continue that is the to problem. berate you. Yes, yeah, that is a big problem. But it's like one of those things where it's like, can I say no to this guy? Is he going to freak out if I say no? Like, oh, how yeah. do I, like, how do I approach this? That's the scary part. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You want to just be able to say no, but then it, it's usually like, oh, come on, but come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, come on. Aww. When Chef leaves, the boys are like, oh, gr- good. Chef's going to make sweet love to Ms. Yeah, Ellen. seriously. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> so-, <laughs> so now she is like, oh, no, wait a minute. That's not what I was agreeing to. Yeah. Garrison wakes up with bandages over his face. And he's a bit nauseous because of all of the the, from the surgery. sedative. Yeah. yeah, from the surgery. So the doctor comes in and, and starts to describe the procedure. And the joke here is that he is describing how all the pus and all the, all the scratches and cuts things. and stuff. Yeah. But Garrison gets sick only when he mentions the movie Contact. And that causes Garrison to vomit and talk about how Contact is a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, I don't think I've ever seen I've Contact. I've never seen Contact. So I... Yeah, I cannot comment one way or another. I don't even know what I it's about. Say, I was going to say, what about is it? I mean, it sounds like it would be about aliens because it's like first contact type of thing, maybe. Now I'm going to look it up. It's a movie directed oh. by Robert Zemeckis. Okay. Uh, with It looks like this is Jodie Foster. Ma- Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey. You know, I'm not surprised. After years, <laughs> they find conclusive radio proof of extraterrestrial intelligence sending plans for a mysterious machine. Okay, so there you go. So apparently they hated this movie and they were wanted to make fun of it this way. I feel like this one's kind of lost in time. So if you want to put it on the list, Rachel, we can give it a shot. Who knows if that it could be kind of fun because it's it just sucks. like, like where did this one come from? That could be interesting. Yeah, I it's like one of those it. forgotten movies. Yeah. So anyway, their joke here is that contact is so bad. That's what makes Garrison sick, as opposed to all of the, all of the nasty stuff the doctors. Yeah. So did you notice the the poster in the background on this one? There was like a a man with an elephant's face. Like it's a man from the side. Yes. And then it has like an elephant's I saw that. face. And it says there is no yeah. hope, Dr. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that okay, is that because like he's saying like the worst possible scenario is you have like an is. elephant trunk? I, I think for it a nose? has okay. to be, right? It has to be. Yeah. <laughs> it looks ridiculous yes. though. Yes. Yes. I did see that. That was very bizarre. It looks like a time magazine. That's what it looks like to me, like a Time Magazine cover. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I couldn't tell exactly what it was, but I did notice that it was like a morphed human face with this elephantitis yep, that's what look it is. to it. That's what it is. Wendy asks to talk to Ms. Ellen after class, and she says, Wendy says to her that, you know, she's noticed that she's taken a liking to Stan and t- talking to Stan a bunch, and she says, well, I like all of you, you're all so young and cute and full of life. Yeah. And Wendy's Wendy's response is don't fuck with me. <laughs> Wendy Wendy like puts it out there right now. Like, haha, let me let me tell you how it is. Can I tell you something, Miss Ellen? Of course, Wendy. Don't fuck with me. What? You heard me! Stay away from my man! 
yeah, Wendy loses her goddamn mind. And she's like, stay away from my man, or I will whip your sorry ass. Yep. That's, yep, there it is. It's so when the threat has been made. Not, <laughs> Wendy, not totally understanding that it's just, it's Stan just kind of. Having a crush on an older woman. The older woman has no yeah. interest in children. <laughs> yeah. So that it is now just, you know, a, a, a personal vendetta oh, yeah. between Wendy and Ms. That's Ellen. Right. So the boys get Valentine's for Ms. Ellen. Kyle yeah, gets so this a is, scarf. This is the Valentine's part. Where they this have, is the like, Valentine's part of the episode. Yeah, they got <laughs> presents. You're right. It would have been would have been better if they had to come up with like little poems or it something. Would have been so cute seeing like the little cutouts and stuff that kids make. Like that would have been adorable. But instead, it's just Kyle gets gets her a scarf. Kenny gets her a sausage, which he then laughs at, and clearly that's which, you know. A, oh yeah, yeah, I gave you my sausage. That's why. That's right. Yeah. Stan gives her a clock. I don't and... understand the clock, but all right. Yeah, there's nothing there other than it's Stan, I guess. So it's like just kind of like a simple gift. Yeah. And Wendy gives her a dead rat. Fantastic gift. Fantastic. But she doesn't like react to it. She's just like, thank you. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. I think that, I think that pisses Wendy off. Because 100%. she doesn't get a reaction. Absolutely. And oh, then, and Cartman was supposed to give her, like, a chocolate cake, but he left it at home, you know, with chocolate all over his mouth. Yeah, he clearly <laughs> ate it, yeah. So, <laughs> Ms. Ellen says that they're going to take a spelling test, like a pop quiz, and the highest score is going to get to go to dinner with her. I guess... Uh, weird. In the, weird incentive, but fine. Weird. That's a weird incentive. I guess it's I, like, I'll take you out to dinner, and, like, I'll pay for your dinner. Like, ooh, fun incentive for, like, small town type of thing? I don't know. I Yes, I it's would still feel weird. so awkward if yeah. that was a thing. Absolutely. It, it's kind of like, it's like one of those things where I think the teacher, in this case, Ms. Ellen, like maybe recognizes that the boys have a crush on her so she can take advantage of that by trying to raise their grades, maybe? I don't know. Oh, maybe? I don't know. Maybe she really thinks this is a fun incentive. I just think this is like you would it's not. It's a little bizarre. Do, no one would be able to do this today. This is, would oh, be God, wildly no. inappropriate. The teacher would be like fired. Could you for, imagine for even the suggesting this? Yeah, this would not fly. In the commentary, Trey mentions that this was something that his elementary school would do, where they would pick kids and you would get to go to lunch or dinner with the principal and the assistant principal. I and they would like set it saying like it was like Still to weird. you know. To learn the students <laughs> and to, like, catch up, you know, with the students. Yeah, but usually, see, like, I can see that happening. They used to do stuff like that, where it was, like, here's the group of kids, and then you get to, like, Make it, like, lunch. four or five kids, yeah, yeah. having lunch and then the you'd have time. lunch with, like, the faculty yes. of some sort. Yeah, and then it's kind of like a, a get-to-know-each-other type of a thing. But it's within yeah. the school grounds still, too. Like, it's not like <laughs> yes. you're going to go out to dinner. <laughs> yeah, that would make fancy place. a lot more sense. Yeah, or you, you'd you get food brought in from yeah. outside if you want yeah, to make yeah, it, yeah. like, a, an event for them. Something special. You know, Pete's yeah. party. That should have been her in the Yeah, exactly. The Pete's party. Yes. Trey thought it was because he thought the principal and the assistant principal might have had, like, a thing going. So, like, they would just oh, pick the kids their... so that they could go to dinner as, like, a cover without yeah, being kind of you know caught what? i like it that's that's a thought right there <laughs> but this is bizarre like i thought for a second is this gonna go like a is this going somewhere direction? i yeah. was very concerned <laughs> 
Which they do do in an episode in the future with Ike. They they do do they... that topic. Oh, they do. They go too far. <laughs> but I was, I was glad to see that they did do that here because Ms. Ellen, for the most part, is just kind of like a nice I person. I like that she's just normal. She doesn't belong in South Park, this woman. <laughs> Wendy asks her if when someone gets as old as her, do they need to wear Depends? <laughs> Which, yes, you do, folks at home. You do. Wow. Okay. Wendy is mad. Huh? I didn't realize. Man. Yeah. You're not wearing your Depends right now, Rachel? Uh, no. I okay, am well, not. Make sure to wipe down your seat, just in case. All right. So, I will. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I'm able to get through all these hours of you know podcasting? What? I don't want to know. I don't yeah. want to know. <laughs> Wendy is mad Stan doesn't immediately say hi. Oh, yeah. What am I talking about here? I can't remember where they are, but when Stan... They went to the cafeteria. Okay, so Wendy says hi to Stan. He doesn't immediately say hi back, so she's like, Hi, Stan! And, like, yells at him. Yeah. This is where she says that Ms. Ellen was taking a huge dump. Yes, and the this boys is where that is exactly. <laughs> yeah. The boys don't want to believe it. Cartman says, Stop being lunch. And no, Wendy stop being out. jealous. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? I don't know stop why it autocorrected to lunch. I love that. Yeah. So Cartman tells her to stop being jealous, and she freaks out, and she's like, I'm like a jealous. jealous. Freak. Yeah. Yeah, and like just freaks out. So the boys go into the line to get food from Chef, and Chef is all disappointed. He looks all upset, you know? Yes. Not his usual jovial self, at least. Right. He's not sparkling. (laughs) Right. So they ask him how the dinner with Ms. Ellen went. And they were like, did you make sweet, sweet love to her? And he's like, no, no, nothing like that, children. Ms. Ellen doesn't play for the right team. And the kids look so confused. (laughs) She's not a member of the heterosexual persuasion. She's a lesbian. Yeah, he's like having to beat around the bush so much. And it's like, she's a lesbian. She's like, she's not into me. <laughs> Nowadays, I think even if it was a bunch of eight-year-olds, you would just be like, she's gay. Like, it wouldn't even be like... Oh, yeah. That's all you have to say. Yeah. So they ask, It's not like, weird. <laughs> yeah. So they, they don't know what a... Then. They don't know what a lesbian is. And they're like, Kenny? And Kenny shrugs his shoulders because he doesn't know what a lesbian is either. I'm surprised Kenny doesn't know what a lesbian is. Yeah, me too. Kenny might just not know the term. Kenny oh, has. Oh yeah, he probably knows what it is, but doesn't know mm-hmm. the terminology. Yeah, for it's it. got to be that. that makes and sense. I feel, I feel like another problem is that Kenny would have found out what it was. Oh, like, absolutely. The, you know what I mean? Like, but at some point during this episode, he would have found. Like, and you could have it so that like Cartman's chewing on carpet or whatever, and Kenny's laughing at him for doing yes. it. Yes. But at some point, Kenny would have went and found it out. Yeah, figured it out. (laughs) He would have gone and, like, watched porn. I'm surprised he doesn't know what it is. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So Chef tells them, just know that she's a lesbian and she only likes other lesbians because he doesn't want to explain it to them. And the boys say they have to become lesbians. And Cartman's like, well, I think my grandpa was half lesbian, so that makes me, like, a quarter lesbian. (laughs) Which I assume Lebanese? (laughs) I don't even know. Maybe. I think uh, it's my guess. It's gonna be my guess on that one because it's like that's, the closest I'll to lesbian. You, <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> the only commentary I can glean from all of this is that it's like an interesting 
point of fact at the time of like not wanting to explain what a gay person is to a oh, right. child. Yes. Which there are still those people on Twitter that'll be, I'm not calling it X, people on Twitter that'll be like, you know, how am I supposed to explain a gay person to my kid? And it's like, I don't fucking know. You have to explain the world to a I was child. Say, you, kind of, you still have to explain everything else. It should be pretty easy. You know, like <laughs> when they're not gay, it's a boy and a girl. When they are gay, it's a boy and a boy and a girl or and a girl. girl. <laughs> like, there you go. And it's like, oh, okay. That's it. Ta-da! It, it kind of it goes back to that whole, like, the self-responsibility thing of, like, yeah, that's is. not it my really fucking is. problem. That's your problem. It's also like, very you true. Yeah, that's everything. You have to explain everything to kids, and they're going to ask you so many damn questions. They're going to ask you the most awkward of questions. I don't know how you're going to deal with that. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's not my problem. It's your fucking problem. Garrison now has a paper cutout of Hasselhoff's head. So he has the, it's Mr. Yes. Garrison's body with and David Hasselhoff's is... head. And so, voice. Okay, His, here's Garrison's my question. Voice. Oh yeah, okay. it's still Mr. Garrison, of course. Here was my question though, because it's it's one of those things where it's like what you're expecting versus what you get, right? So earlier when we were talking about like, oh, like here's the different nose jobs you could get. At that point, I'm expecting it to be flubbed and he doesn't look like David Hasselhoff. Like he mm. gets like botched surgery type of mm. thing. So he ends up looking like somebody else. And instead he actually gets to look like David Hasselhoff. Would it have been I... funnier if he didn't look like David Hasselhoff? No. Uh... <laughs> I think for this, uh, I don't know. I, I can't tell if that would have been more expected. Yeah. Or if it's funnier that he does look like David Hasselhoff. That he does look identical. Yeah. I kind of like that he looks like David Hasselhoff. If they were to revise this joke and do it again somehow, then having it be botched or, and him look like shit would be funny. Or maybe it's just a different version of David Hasselhoff. And then he's just mm. like, oh, mm, this isn't really the version I was going for. Or like, ooh, this is even better. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Something yeah. silly like that, I suppose. But I, I don't mind that he looks oh, like Oh, no, David I think Hasselhoff. it's pretty funny. I, and like and it. it's immediately like a stud at Cartman's house. Eric is on the ground. Uh, apologies to this everyone. This was the most awkward thing. It just switches to this. Eric is just on all fours, licking the carpeting. What the hell are you doing, Cartman? My mom said if you want to become a lesbian, you have to lick carpet. Really? Well, I got an Indiglo Girl CD. The guy at the record store said it was perfect. And I got these killer Birkenstocks. I woke up very early one Sunday morning. This is a bunch of crap. I've been licking this carpet for three hours and I still don't feel like a lesbian. Why? No. No, never mind. It's his mom. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, why would she use that terminology? Like, why would why was that the one that she went with? No, it makes sense. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I it's it's fine. I I mean I it's it's a funny visual. Because I could just say, oh, you're gonna have to learn to lick a lot of carpets. Like that's exactly how I imagined her saying it. Yes, it. Like yes. <laughs> Think, thinking that that was the end of it. Like I'm not gonna have to explain yes. this again. Just like move on. Like, oh, I'm not ready to explain that term to you. So I'll you, you just that's one of those things. Like ha ha ha. Mm -hmm. Let me make you some cookies. Like that's exactly. Like, she's just gonna like nope out of that one. Kyle got some Birkenstocks because he heard that right. that would make him a lesbian. I can't remember the name of the CD that Stan brought, but oh, that must be see. something related to lesbianism. Inglow? Yeah, I don't know what that is. What's Inglow? 
whatever. So it's something that, you know, must be, guess, you know, that's the joke of some like, kind. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, then the four boys are laying, or have this CD on while they're sitting on the floor looking at the carpeting. Yep, that's what's happening. Uh, so Mr. Garrison is getting more <laughs> attention now with his cosmetic surgery. I think it was funny to hear the voice come out of the Hasselhoff The David Hasselhoff? Face. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little weird. It's a little jarring, honestly. <laughs> Wendy has gone over to Bebe's house with a makeup kit, and she wants to get noticed again, so she wants to get a makeover. Because she can't wait to, like, get back at Ms. Ellen. And she actually has a plan for Ms. Ellen, but she'll just have to deal with get, taking the, um, getting the makeover. Going with the makeover instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So their boys are back in class the next day, and they can't wait for Ms. Ellen to see what a raging lesbian they are. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy arrives, and she looks like she's straight out of Greece. And then the boys actually say oh, that she looks yeah, like the chick that's from Greece. that's very true. Yeah, yes. so she's she's clearly made up to look she has like the sandy. She has yeah, the, the sandy makeover. Mm-hmm. Yes, the leather Tell pants me about and everything. It, stud, like that's yep. exactly all she had to do was say that. But then Ms. Ellen walks in with leather pants and a crop top and completely like He's completely like, oh, takes hey, it over. We're twins. <laughs> now I know Ms. Ellen did not mean. She should not have worn yes. a crop top. Thank but... you. Thank you. <laughs> probably not no, the no, most no. appropriate thing no 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 but obviously she looks super hot in of her course. leather pants and crop top and who doesn't everybody looks hot in leather pants and a crop top yeah, I, that, wear I mean that's all you crop need to top do look good absolutely you just gotta put that on you're looking good yeah doesn't matter you get a tight enough tight enough leather pants everybody looks good <laughs> garrison walks into the classroom complete with sexy music so there's a song that's playing behind mr garrison this whole time <laughs> of course shadow dancing by andy gibb is the song all right mm-hmm. sure there you go i feel like i don't know music anymore <laughs> I, I think it's I feel like i like didn't know music back then i don't know music now <laughs> i've never been good at music i think it's a funny song to play it does fit very well i thought into mr garrison like strutting down the street oh sure Wendy's happy that he's back because he's, you know, now she kind of tells the teacher, like, up yours and whatever. Mr. Garrison, though, says that he has an important announcement. He's quitting teaching so that he can now... (laughs) Bang all the hot chicks he can get. (laughs) He's going to hang out and screw hot chicks. Yep, that's... That's my dream, Rachel. It's strange, but suddenly I feel really confident about myself, and I've decided to quit teaching and do what I've always dreamed of doing. Hang out and screw hot chicks. Too much. (laughs) So the principal and Ms. Ellen talked, and Ms. Ellen is now getting to permanently replace Mr. Garrison. And Wendy has a panic attack. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And then dinner turns out to be for Stan with Ms. Ellen, so she screams and freaks out again. Yep. And and then Principal Victoria (laughs) informs her that her grandma died this morning, (laughs) and she screams some more. More (laughs) screaming. Poor Wendy. Too much is happening today. And then, oh, and the principal says, like, what an exciting day. Yes. <laughs> you just told her that the grandma's dead in front of everybody. I, I kind of like that there's an episode that focuses on Wendy. And, oh, yeah. That's like, kind of her struggles as, like, a little girl growing up in South Park. Right. Uh, even if she does go Cartman-esque in this episode. I, I could see little girls doing that, though, too. 
Yeah. I could see it. Don't fuck with Wendy Testaburger. That's right. That's right. Mr. Garrison starts modeling. Yeah, that's... He's like, he's a lady killer, Mr. Hat. (laughs) Does that technically make Mr. Hat also a model? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Mr. Hat's also modeling. I mean, he's there, so he's modeling, for sure. The guy doing the... The photographer tells him that there's a few hundred more shots... And Mr. Garrison says he's going to need more smack for that. So Mr. Garrison's doing some drugs to keep up with all of the... That makes sense, though. That just feels like a normal day for him anyways. <laughs> I thought for a second we were going to get, like, a, a quick third act, like him going through the steps of, like, being a famous model and, like, right. getting addicted to cocaine and then, like, getting abused and, like, all of... Yeah, you just, know, like, a like, quick there's montage be, like, a thing. of it. And it yeah. all happened in one day. And then... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they kind of do something similar to that with Mr. Mackey when Mr. Mackey starts doing drugs and he just like progressively does harder and harder drugs. Right. So maybe I'm thinking of it because I'm thinking of it from a different episode, but I could have seen That's it working possible. here of like him flaming out as a model quickly. I guess we're we're thinking of this as they're already established as a show and kind of like already kind of like are hitting those points later on in seasons. Yeah. And we're, like, coming up with stuff that they just probably wouldn't have thought of, like, at that moment for that season. Because they only had, like, a certain amount of time for each of these two with the cardboard cutouts and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, they were doing the computer stuff by now. In fact, one of of the notes I took was I thought that the animation looked a lot cleaner. It does. It does. Like, compared to the the previous episodes, I thought that it looks a lot smoother. It does look a lot smoother. These last three I don't know why that is, but it just kind of does. Maybe they just started figuring it out a little bit better. My assumption is it's, yeah, it's just, like, figuring it out, getting that animation in that they under, like, understanding, like, how it all works and putting it together. Yeah. Ms. Ellen takes Stan out, and Stan asks if they are making love now, because he doesn't know what that means. And and he says that Chef says that they are supposed to do it by a fire. So, like, like, do we need to get the fire or, like, what? And Ms. Ellen says that they're not... That, like, she doesn't like him like that because they're only friends. Because, first of all, he's only eight years old. Right. I love that. First off, you're eight. <laughs> Second of all, I'm your teacher, and that's not how this works. I mean, she did just kind of take him to, like, a fast food buffet or something. Yeah, it looks they went like to, it like, like, a little diner. Yeah, they went to, like, a Denny's or what, or a Bennigan's or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Waffle House? Yeah, something like that. I'm going to call like it Waffle that. House. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy watches from the window and says she gives up. And she's she's going to let Ms. Allen win. Garrison says it's boring being hot and sexy. Oh, it's so boring being hot and sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then all the women of South Park kind of of flock women. and attack him. Yeah. Yes. So he's just so hot. He's like irresistible to all the women of South Park. Of course. Stan says the next day, ask him how it went. And they're like, did you make love to Ms. Ellen? And he's like, I think we made love. (laughs) So he still doesn't get it. Like he did not take, and part of it might've been, I thought part of it was going to be revealed that like she explained it to Stan, Stan understood, but he didn't want to, he wanted to save face in front of the guys. So he still said that. Sure. That's not what happens. I thought that was going to be what happened. Cause, I like, think she I... half explained it. He didn't pay attention, didn't care. I will still want to make love to my teacher. Okay. And then goes back to the friends and goes, I think I did it. I think I think we did it. <laughs> and really truly thinks that. Mm-hmm. 
I still, I, I'm, I'm curious as to what Kenny says to him though, because he's like, "Did you do this and this?" And then he's like, "I did. I do what?" <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he's I probably he asking if he actually had like had sex. sex. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. What, I think he was like, I, I, I had to put what where is like kind of the the thing. Wait, I was like that. Yeah, that's what I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Wendy says she needs to apologize for the way she was acting. She she tells Ms. Ellen and hopes that they can be friends. And wishes for the happiness between Stan and, and Ms. Ellen. And Ms. Ellen's like, there is nothing there between me and Stan. She's like trying to really emphasize it to them. Yeah, she's like, at this point, no. <laughs> the women chasing Garrison tear off his clothes and he, he finally gets away and he's like, I need to get the surgery reversed because I hate this. I can't live like this. It's like too much. <laughs> I can't be this beautiful. And of course, he is secretly gay. So he's probably right. just does just not want not this to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. So now we get to the end of the episode. And Matt and Trey admit in the commentary they had no idea how to end this. So, so this what is happens? <laughs> Rachel, this do you want to... very wanna, weird. Would you like to describe what happens? So we're in the classroom and like a bunch of Iraqi soldiers come in? Yes. And like they're yelling at the teacher that she's a traitor of the country and then they need to take her back. And, and she's like, no, what are you talking about? And the principal's there, and she's going, what's going on? Is this true? Can't believe it's true. Yeah, she apparently has, like, killed thousands of people. And they take her. And she's no longer the teacher. <laughs> yeah, so... Like, that's... Yeah. That, yeah. They, they, they say that they... <sighs> I don't know, like, she's killed thousands, and then there's a yeah. photo of her with, oh, like... Oh, there's a photo of her! Yes! Yeah, she's, like, with, seducing. Like, some leader. Yeah, which was weird, because... Must be photoshopped. And then I wondered, because, like, the thoughts were rolling through my head, like, did she just tell Chef she was a lesbian? She's not really, so that she got... Oh, yeah, like, that's what... true. Could like, there was all these, like, things. There was no, like, definite lesbian on this one. We didn't know that, if, if she actually was or not. So maybe I... she was just like, oh, yeah, I'm actually, you know, gay. <laughs> I think she actually is, because she of probably what, is. what we find out at the end, the very end of the episode, but... There, no, there's nothing. There's nothing there. I'm just saying, like, she's not really an Iraqi. Oh well, spy yeah, that's true. So right. I think that I think that that's probably like the, she really probably was. But I was just going through my head, like, oh, was she really a spy? And she was just lying to Chef and all that right. kind of stuff. But I don't oh, sure. think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the case. Well, she takes one of the swords though. Because she they does come in with, a, with the swords, and she's like ringing around because she doesn't want them to take her. She's scared. And she's, like, throwing it around and then accidentally actually throws it towards the children <laughs> and stabs Kenny. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. And she the... killed Kenny. <laughs> she, she's a bastard. And the kids That's do right. turn on her. And the, the soldiers take her Which is good away. for them. At least they're, like, you know, with yeah. their friends on this one. Like, oh, she killed Kenny. Oh, who, who cares? No, they're like, no. You yes. don't kill a Kenny. That is our Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> and they say that they can't believe that Ms. Ellen was a criminal Iraqi fugitive. And Wendy and Stan make up. Stan pukes her mouth. Of course. Uh, this was the one where, because I remember there was like another episode, Rachel, where you're like, doesn't doesn't he puke in her mouth? And it, so it must have been this one that you were thinking of. Yeah, probably. When does he get over this? What season? I can't wait. For uh, it. No, they still have him do it every once in a while. Ugh, I thought he got over it. I hate well, it. They just they kind of they break up at some point. During the Raisins episode. Whatever. Remember? That's like when they permanently break up. That's fine. So C Cartman is chowing on box to try and become a lesbian. Yeah. Do I? I don't think I understand that one. 
I no? assume it's the same innuendo. It's the exact same innuendo. But it, I don't think I've ever heard that one before. <laughs> oh, really? A box is, you know. No, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've never heard that term. I don't understand. I don't know. That one confused me. That one confused me. The carpet, yeah, I get that. That one I get. Yeah, the I don't know why. The box just seemed weird. It sounds like something the British would have made up. Uh, let's just does. throw that out there <laughs> I, it, I feel like it does if I looked it up now I bet it's got some sort of British context to it well now I'm Ellen. curious <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna make me look this up now <laughs> maybe it's an American thing oh so I guess it's an American thing and not a British thing because all these British people are saying they've never heard of it is it an American thing but, but see like I never did <laughs> that can't be true I love how you're just like no this must be British <laughs> No, I bet it's both. I, I, there's no way that British and Americans, like, that's got to be the same. The use of box as slang for vagina goes back to the 17th century. What? Good lord. They don't say anything about where it came from, though. Yeah, so it just says the 17th century. About the box. 17th century, though, would have to mean that it's an English thing, right? Because, like, if it's from that, that, that was the only country around. Anyway, okay, we didn't we didn't solve that one. Ms. Ellen is charged with being shot into the sun, which is what Wendy said she wanted to happen. She wanted to exactly. shoot Ms. Ellen into the sun. Poor woman, because she was just so normal. So then we see that Wendy and Bebe are sitting by the pool. And Kyle comes by and says, this whole thing seems a little strange. And Wendy got some help from the town. They have Mr. Garrison become a teacher again. And one of the women from town like comes by and, and she like thanks them for helping her. So it wasn't that Mr. Garrison was just so attractive. It was that they were setting him up to have his surgery reversed so that he would become a teacher again. Is that? Yeah, that's true. That's probably exactly why. Mm-hmm. But, like, why would they want him to become a teacher again? Like She wants to get rid not... of Ms. Ellen. I know, but why would they help her? Because, <laughs> so, like, why would what, they what help they her? What do they care? Because Mr. Garrison Cause... sucks as a teacher. But they're, they're not the moms of the town. They're just the women in town. And they I guess. know Wendy because Wendy's probably, like, part of, like, the women's rights group or something in South Park. All right, fine, whatever. It just seems odd. I mean, one, them sitting out by the pool in February I liked, I is liked also were, odd. Yeah, but, but I like that. I like that they were. I kind of liked it because it was supposed to be like they're being like nefarious. Like, um, oh yeah, now like here's the badass. Like this, these are actually the bosses of what happened just now. Yes, yeah, yes. And then the Iraqis come by, and the there's a, a group of Iraqis that she talks with them in a foreign language. Yes. And then gives them some money and they walk away. And Kyle's like, oh no, <laughs> Wendy, you didn't. And Wendy's like, well, hang on. Let me get my, it's time to watch my eclipse. And she gets the little eclipse shoebox out and she sees Ms. Ellen being thrown into the sun. And That's she right. again says, I told her, don't fuck with Wendy Testaburger. That's right. And her and eyes episode. go nuts. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she becomes like possessed. Eyes. Yeah. yeah. And that's the end of the episode. So that is it for Tom's rhinoplasty, the 11th episode of South Park. Rachel, what did you think of Tom's rhinoplasty? It was fine. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't. 
I wasn't a big fan. I liked the teacher character. I liked her character. But the rest of it kind of fell flat for me. Mm-hmm. So, eh. I feel like we wanted to come up with better things for them to do, which makes me think yeah. that it wasn't that good. Sure. We can always improve on things. That's that's fine. Of course, yes. Even if even if it's something that we love, we can talk about something that we wish that they would do better. But I get your point. Yeah. Maybe a little too much gross out <sighs> humor for me too, but sure. know, that's just my preference. <laughs> right. I remember not liking this one as a kid. I don't remember revisiting this one at all in recent memory and didn't remember like what happened at the end or anything like that. I will say it's okay. It's not insulting my intelligence or anything like that, but it's definitely further down the list for me. I really don't love it or like it or anything like no. that. Um, I, I do like, I agree with you that I like that they, they focused on Wendy a little bit with this one. Yeah. But it just didn't feel like very strong. It just kind of felt like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard the same thing. It's not very strong. The animation is good, but it's just kind of there. It's like it's almost like a filler episode or something like that for me. That's kind of what it feels like. Now, Matt and Trey don't like this episode. Okay, yeah, they said that that. they they didn't like (laughs) it. That they thought it was going to be like they thought it was a bad episode. When it debuted, people really liked this episode and they thought it was really good. In two thousand three. The Chicago Tribune said it was one of the top 10 episodes of all time. Top 10? Yeah. No. And and granted, that was 2003, but still. But yes, the internet is very positive on this episode, and I do not get it. I don't. No, I don't get it. I I don't really like this episode. I don't Mm -mm. think it's that good. I, I, like I said, I think it's just kind of like there. There's parts of it that are funny enough, but it's not, it's not very good. No, I I was honestly I was so I'm more with Matt and Trey. I was a little bored. I was I'm with Matt and Trey. I'm sorry, guys, but I was bored (laughs) with this one. So that is Tom's rhinoplasty. When we come back after a word from our, god damn it, after a word from our fake sponsor, we will do the penultimate episode of season one of South Park, Mecca Streisand. Chestnuts. Season's greetings from Barbara Streisand to you. Season's greetings from Barbara Streisand and Friends, a special album of Christmas songs by Barbara Streisand, Jim Neighbors, Doris Day, and Andre Kostelanitz. Get it for yourself and your friends for $1, only when you buy instant or ground Maxwell House coffee. Look for the Maxwell House record display in your store at participating grocers. No, um, apparently... They just hate Barbra Streisand. I mean, fair. I kind of assumed it was just that. Yeah, I'll I'll explain why they they have kind of a reasoning behind it. And I think they just kind of dis- dislike her, and I think they just think that she's kind of a pain in the ass. And her reaction to this episode probably didn't help the cause of that either. So, because um, they didn't come out with any of this until like the commentary years later of like why they picked Barbra Streisand, and then they were like, and then she was like a dick about it even though we make fun of celebrities constantly right and we're back with another episode of south park season one we have only two episodes left rachel and then you can forget about south park for a little bit that's fine (laughs) (laughs) i'll take a, a little bit of a break that's fine by me so rachel what episode are we doing and what is it about 
So the episode is called Mecca Streisand. The whole thing is about the kids going on an archaeological dig, like a little field trip, finding mm -hmm. a thing, and then Barbara Streisand wanting it to become Mecca Streisand. That's, yes. Yeah. They find a thing. They find a thing. She becomes Mega Streisand. Right. Yeah. It's a kaiju satire, it, kaiju parody, yeah. Godzilla and Mecha stuff. Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. So yeah, this episode <laughs> This episode aired on February 18th, 1998. Uh, 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 the guys and Philip Stark wrote this one. So as I was telling you offline, Rachel, I think they actually truly... So they say in the commentary... I don't remember what year this commentary came out, 2002 or three or something like that. They say that for the most part, they're just having fun with celebrities. They're making fun of celebrity culture. They don't like celebrities. They think celebrity culture is dumb and most celebrities are, are dumb. And that's why they just pick them at random. Sure. Fair enough. But they truly don't like Barbara Streisand. They think that she's annoying and that she is stuck up. One of the things, and I think that this is probably one of the reasons that they dislike her is because she insulted Colorado at one point so i guess back in the Just day like the there was some state of colorado <laughs> right okay. so i guess at one point this colorado legislature passed some amendment in the constitution which did not allow homosexuals to be recognized as a protected class that got struck down by the supreme court and by federal legislation which later made homosexuality a, a, a protected class i matt and trey are you know not I don't think that they would be in favor, especially nowadays, of anti-LGBT yeah, legislation. I don't know if I don't know what this amendment was were. or anything like that. But she went to Colorado to like protest this or made a public statement, and she called everyone in Colorado. She said, "Everyone here is just a bunch of hicks." You know, that's probably what did it. It's because it's like you're putting us all into one little bucket instead yeah. of like that's the government that's what that did it. it. Like the right. government did that. This is that's not Colorado and the people. Right. That's and what I'm did sure it. that there and there are. They make fun of, of the fact that this there's these little white redneck mountain towns in Colorado sure. that are full with hicks. Of course, there's a representative from Colorado that's a fucking hillbilly redneck hick. There you right go. Right now, <laughs> nothing about this, but it's hilarious. But my point is, is that yeah, I think that's probably what did it for them. Oh yeah, most however. Likely. If you get satirized in South Park, you probably should take it in stride because one, it means that you're large enough that they know you to be able to like reference you. Right. And secondly, it's South Park. It, yep, that's it. That's it. It's South Park. Okay. <laughs> Streisand, however, had this to say about her appearance on, on South Park after this and before they the guys kind of explained that they that they hate her. So I, I wonder if this had something to do with them saying that they hate her too. I wasn't even aware of this show until I read in Time magazine that they had used me in a very negative way. Let me say that I enjoy satire and parody, and I loved the movie In and Out. I don't even know what that movie is. I don't know. It made me laugh. <laughs> it wasn't mean-spirited. But I wonder if shows like South Park and Beavis and Butthead don't add to the cynicism and negativity in our culture, especially in children. These youngsters are formulating their attitudes and maybe they come away feeling that any woman who dares to accomplish something is the incarnation of self-centeredness and greed. And that would be very unfortunate, especially for young girls. So if you take that path and you say that they're negative, 
and that like they're the they're the reason for like greed and negativity in the world they're gonna come at you harder yeah they are <laughs> and when we get to spooky come vision off, you sound like a pretentious bitch that's literally right. what that sounds like no yeah like okay is, call, that, call is barbara down. what is barbara streisand the one that that cloned her dog is she the one that like keeps cloning her dog? I feel like I remember that. Wait, I think you might be right. Okay, so by the way, In and Out is a Midwestern teacher questions his his sexuality after a former student makes a comment about him at the Academy Awards. I've never heard of that in my life. Hold on, like, lady, use like airplane or something. <laughs> but she probably has never yeah, seen. Yeah, Barbara it. Streisand. Barbara Streisand cloned her dog. She clones it for fifty thousand dollars every time the dog dies. The woman's nuts. All right, she should be on South Park. I'm so I wouldn't be surprised if they did bring her back again to do this this cloning bit. And then just for shits and gigs, Barbara Streisand also in her basement has constructed a mini shopping mall that features a gift shop, antique shop, a doll shop, and a sweet shop that serves frozen yogurt and popcorn, so that she can pretend like she's a normal person. I'm just gonna let that. What? So yes, I'm. Look, I'm look, sure I've Barbara Streisand. Wa- I, I always have said I would love to have my own yarn store in my house. Like I would love to have a craft store of my own. But that is kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure Barbara Streisand was on the right side of history when it comes to that amendment, and Colorado was probably being rednecky in trying sure. to pass something like that. However. I'm sure that they already didn't like her, and then she, they just kept getting reasons to not like her, I would assume. I, it seems like it. Barbara Streisand was on their hit list, apparently. So, let's get right into it with Mecca Streisand. The class is at a field trip at an archaeological dig site. Yep. Somewhere, you know, like, this is probably supposed to be, like, Red Rocks or something like that. And they are digging for arrowheads and stuff like that. Yes, stuff from, like, the the Native Americans that were there, I would assume. That's what it seems like. Y- yeah, that's what it... It's, like, the the U- Utes. I, we, we found out how <laughs> to say, actually say what that is. I don't remember. Yeah, the, the Utes, is it which Utes? I think is supposed to be, like... Because I was calling them the Utes, and I guess it's the oh, Utes. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cartman calls it boring and rolls his eyes. Of course. And Mr. Garrison lifts a newspaper up and goes... <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Eric, keep quiet. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I don't know. I, I just mean, like it's Mr. Mr. Garrison, Garrison being, being an ass. Yeah. Yeah. The anthropo- anthropologist is there, and he asks who left the arrowheads, and Stan's like, isn't that your job? And he says, yeah, but I want to see if you're learning something. And Stan goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a leading question, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's how teachers work. So they... Yeah, exactly. The class gets to grab their own pickaxes now to dig for their own arrowheads, and the kids are enjoying this. Cartman's singing a little African American. What would you? What's it called? Exactly. Uh, like a, a hymn. What did What did they used to call those? I was gonna say a slave song, but I don't, I don't think that's know, right. It's like spiritual. Is that what it is? Like, isn't it called like a black spiritual? Or I don't know what like a that? black spirit. I've never heard that term, but that is definitely what it is. Yeah. I wonder if it's real. Oh, you think it's like it's one real. of the real, like one of the real songs that they've sang? <laughs> I don't know. It's not cited anywhere in the wiki or anything like that okay. as being like so then real. It's probably not real. So I'm gonna assume it's not. It's real. just Cartman making stuff off the top of his head. 
with the knowledge of, you know, black slavery. Sorrow songs are spirituals. Oh, okay. So they are yeah. called spirituals. Oh, that's interesting. I feel like yeah. I've heard sorrow songs, but I, I don't think I've heard the, the term spirituals. But that's pretty neat. That's, I mean, like, it's something yeah. interesting that I, like, we learned something today. Michael Rowe, Your Boat Ashore. <laughs> yes, i Jimmy Crackhorn and mm-hmm. all of those are, yeah, yeah. This, though, is just... Day is never finished. Master got me working. Someday master set me free. Good, shut up, Cartman. It, I mean, it's, Which, it, it, honestly, they it's, probably should have been singing like hi-ho, hi-ho instead of... Uh... <laughs> yes, but it's Cartman. But so, it's of Cartman. course, he's going to be... Yeah. Pip finds an arrowhead. And Cartman claims to have found it by grabbing it after Pip does. And saying, I found it. <laughs> the bully comes yes, out. Yes, because Cart- Cartman is a little shithead. That's right. And then, Rachel, I think we found the the way that will determine next year's fantasy I draft. Was, I knew you were going to say this. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I would go down right away. That would only be if I say we do this by Rome Shambo. Oh, that's true. If you say it first, then you get to kick me in the crotch. So Cartman suggests that they Rochambeau for it. Now, I have never heard of Rochambeau being this, but Rachel, what is Rochambeau, Um, according to Cartman? According to Cartman, it's, I kick you in the nuts. Squaw. (laughs) I kick you in the nuts is This is when he develops saying squaw for square. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I kick you in the nuts first. Then you kick me in the nuts, and whoever falls down first loses. That's right. Yeah. Squad in the nuts. Squad in the nuts. In the nuts. So Cartman kicks him, because he came up with it, so he goes first. And of course, Pip falls over, and he has to give Cartman the arrowhead. And then Cartman's like, I don't even want this stupid arrowhead. You can have it. He just wanted to kick Pip in the nuts. Oh my god. Cartman then finds another one. And he actually does find this one this time. And it is a triangle with stuff on it like a yellow triangle with like red trim or gold trim yeah it has like like snakes on it and stuff yeah it just has like little symbols and everything an actual thing yes he found an actual thing and he throws it and kyle picks it up and it glows in kyle's hands and cartman's like oh give me that back could could kyle have used it that's a great question Ooh. They could bring that back. Matt and Trey, if you're listening, maybe maybe bring this back. You could, like, have the Triangle of Synthar or whatever come back, <laughs> and Kyle was actually, like, the chosen one <gasps> that could use it. Ooh, that's interesting. Cartman screams for the anthropologist, and it's thousands of years old, says the anthropologist. Like, I don't know how he can tell that just by... I, I, oh, it's got just some sort of language on it. it. My assum- yeah. I was going to say, my assumption is, by looking at it, he, like, recognizes the art style or the language mm. or something, and he goes, wait, I know what this is from. You know, that kind of period. Kyle keeps it, and like, he decides it. that he's going to... Like, yeah. why would they let yeah. him keep it? This is... Well, so, I mean, I think that they're letting him have it for a little while before it goes to the museum, because okay. even it makes the news... Of course. Because they're in the small hick mountain town in Colorado. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying That it. doesn't have anything else to... Well, I'm sure it is. You know, there's, hick, there's hicks everywhere. And on the news, no offense, folks at home, if you're a hick, you know, you're. we enjoy the fact that you're listening to Shelf Life. That's that's all. That's fine. And Rachel's like, eh. <laughs> Don't put me under the bus. I don't want them getting mad at me. I, I say it with love. 
because they like calling themselves hillbillies. I'm like, is that the same thing? With that's rednecks? what I think. Well, that's what I think this is. I think that's why <laughs> Matt and Trey were mad at her for saying it because they probably agreed with her, but they don't but... want that somebody from you know from You're outside an calling them hits. Say it. Just say you disagree with it, and it's not a good law, and it should you know like right. At least if you're in a public persona. If you're me, I can say whatever the fuck I want. So if I want to say, yeah, stop with the stupid redneck anti-LGBT shit. (laughs) It's old. It was done. We don't need to do it anymore. Move on with your lives. (laughs) On the news, then, they cut to a quadriplegic Swiss man on a pony. I love this is this. one of my favorite it's, running bits that they do in these early it's seasons. It's great though, where they just say something so random, and then it actually cuts to this thing that you'd think it you're thinking of. Like, yes. Now, I I have a question, and I mean this when I ask you this question: Why does this work? The random like cut to this newsman, quadriplegic Swiss man on a pony. If they did this joke in Family Guy, it wouldn't work. Why does it work here? Yeah. Because it's a part of the... Would you like, laugh at it if it was in Family Guy? Because th- well, it's no, a... because I, like, don't oh, laugh at Oh, how random. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a joke where it's like, oh, it how random. It is very random, but it's like... And that's the joke in, fa- in well, Family Guy thing. all the time. Here's the thing, though. But this is, like you said, more of a running joke with the news. So it's actually, like, incorporated into how the news is set up in South Park. In Family Guy, it would happen and then never be referenced ever again. It wouldn't matter. It doesn't matter. It means nothing. It's not actually even a part of the story. It's just a reference that they thought back on, and then it happens, and it means nothing to anything in the story whatsoever. At least this guy's doing the news. (laughs) You're saying it it has a place in context in in the story. Yes. Yeah. Because they can do they can do the random celebrity shout outs and stuff too, but even then there's a reason why they're shouting out certain celebrities. They don't do cutaway gags that take up half no. the runtime. Right. But there is the these occasional like, well, that was random. That's so why random, it's funny. But funny. But at the same time I guess your point where it's like, well what And it doesn't happen every like two seconds. F- what seems like something funny to draw? No, draw a quadriplegic Swiss man on a pony. There you go. I guess is kind of the the idea. Yeah, so I'm just curious because like, like, oh, like what should we, we make the news anchor this time, or what should we make this news guy yeah. do this time? Yeah, I liked Family Guy shtick for the first few seasons, and it grows tiresome. Oh my god, does it? And that's my problem with Family Guy. It grew tiresome, it grow tiresome, and then it became the here. only thing that they do. Yeah, that's also part of the problem too. Like, when it came back after cancellation and we tried watching it, we were like... I couldn't. This doesn't work. And I don't know if... And, and it was because they leaned into it They leaned so into much. that. That was the problem. Unlike American Dad, which is just as goofy and silly and stupid. It can get really, really weird at points. Yes. But everything they do is for the purposes of the characters and, and the... And the development of what's plot. happening. Yes. Yeah. So even There's though it can be... Yeah. <laughs> Like if honestly, so, uh, if you took a if you, you that that's where you'd have to be like okay, well here if you really wanted to see like how much plot is in a Family Guy episode, you'd literally have to cut each piece that's not part of the plot, and then go mm-hmm. how long is it? Yeah, and does something happen? Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's because if we they did this, if they did this joke, it'd be hackier 
it'd be hackier done is what is kind of yes. what you're saying and it would have lasted like Roger... longer and been more awkward yeah exactly roger can dress up as a swiss man on a pony that's right but it has it would, it would have a purpose for the story yes south park can they see him on the tv as a swiss bit. man on a, on a story and then they see him later in the same costume and have to like go get mm -hmm. him because now they know okay that's what he's doing yeah and here it works because it's a running bit that is They're... not taking attention away from the plot it's just a little mini joke inside the that plot the of like the news has odd. yeah 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 while the plot's going on it's not centering around itself yeah yeah okay Folks at home, let us know if that makes sense to you. Because I'm serious. Because when I when I saw this joke, I was like, I think this is funny. And I thought the other one in Pink Eye or whatever was funny. But I was like, why does it work here but not in Family Guy? Yeah. Which tries to do that joke as well. Anyway. So Kyle is on the news and he says, like, dude, I found it. And they're like, dude. So he's talking like a little kid. <laughs> that was then, really cute, honestly. And then... They also interview Cartman, and Cartman's like, and I told him, Kyle, I'll kick you squat in the nuts, <laughs> and I kicked him in the nuts, and then he was crying, and then you hear Kyle shout, you're a liar, Cartman. He says, hey, screw you, or whatever. Back to you, Dave. Thanks, Tom. Those are some cute, cute kids, except for that last one. He's a little tubby. And I love the, the newsman's cut off of the story by by going thanks tom cute little kids except for that last one that guy that was a little tubby <laughs> always got to come after him for that always well, he's a little tubby you know tubby kyle puts the triangle in his room where cartman can't get it but cartman will not let it go he's like obsessed with trying to get this triangle well, he because he he knows yeah, it's cool now, and he wants to be cool. He knows it's cool. Like, why did he throw it in the first place? Oh, I guess because it wasn't really an arrowhead. So, like, he was yeah, like, yeah, so he's like, I don't care what it is. It like, it's cool. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But then once yeah. everybody was giving Kyle all the attention, he goes, well, I want that attention. I want it back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they should have just made a deal to split it, I guess. But Kyle was like, fuck you, fat no. boy. And, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. <laughs> So we go to the we go to the cafeteria and Leonard Malton comes to the school and talks to Chef. Rachel, do you know who Leonard Malton is? No. He is a film critic. <laughs> no, I so the, why would I know again, that? this was just like let's just find like some celebrity. Let's make it Leonard Malton. I think is just kind of like a random thing. So what we're ending up finding out here is that Leonard Malton is like the good guy, like the keeper of you know, he's supposed to be trying to stop mecha streisand i guess sure no yeah i guess that makes kind of sense like he knows about the the artifact and what it can yeah, do for no particular reason at yeah. all no it's it's like this secret it's the secret like society of celebrities that i guess are just part of I this i think that's gotta be what it is yeah you know so, so celebrities have all sorts of secret societies like you know they eat children or whatever the conspiracy theorists say yeah there's a couple weird ones yeah i'm trying to think of like because there's i like, mean there's real abuse in hollywood oh, for 100%. sure but like some of those but there's some, some of, those of these like really silly ones yeah they're like, all the illuminati and things like where that. they like they've been replaced by oh yeah yeah Androids. they're all replaced by ai yeah. yeah 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 and like it's like look this one like you can see when they like stutter out and yeah. like 
Yeah, look, or like, that's the this moment. One, look at the it's hair. Like, it's different. It's it like, like they got a hair. They're like, like, just like staring blankly off into space for a few minutes. And then like people are like, see, AI. <laughs> so Leonard Malton, or Chef introduces himself to Leonard Malton. And Leonard Malton's like, I know who you are. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess he did his research before getting there. And asked if Barbara Streisand is there. And Chef's like, no. And some synth music is playing in the background. I thought that was a nice touch. And he says that, good, it's not too late. And he asks where the boys are. The boys from the news report from the other day. Right. The boys are building a snowman, as Cartman complains about the triangle still. (laughs) I do like that they're just doing a child, like a a thing. They're just 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 doing kid stuff. They're building the snowman and Cartman's bitching about it or about the triangle. It's a nice, it's a nice reminder that they're kids. Right. Actually. As they're doing this, a pink helicopter lands and out walks Barbara Streisand. Yep. And they, they of course, are trying to make her look like, like a witch almost. I think that's kind of what they're going with. Like sallow yeah. in the, the, the cheeks and the eyes. And then she turns to the side and big nose. Which she has a big nose. Right. It's famously, she has a big nose. But like this looks like a witch's kind of a nose, honestly. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're making fun of it. Exactly. She asks for the news report boy, and they all point to Kyle, and they don't know who she is when she says she's Barbara Streisand, so she starts to sing, and they say it sucks, and they're, like, all holding their ears because they can't stand it. Which, I mean, she fair. Says I feel she's... like children probably would do that. <laughs> no, yeah. Her music is not for anyone under 70, probably, at this point. It's it's old crooner music. Yeah. She's very famous and important she says and the boys are like you mean like john elway and she doesn't know who john elway is and so they go so you're really famous and important but you don't know who john elway is (laughs) i just like i like that i thought that was funny they argue again about the triangle the boys do and she says does it have two snakes joined at the middle and they're like yeah and she's like where's the triangle of zinthar and she kind of picks up uh, kyle and she calls stan a piss ant a piss ant little prick yep as she like is shaking Kyle, so like she's a, she's being nuts. aggressive, yeah, because she really wants this triangle. And Barb Brady comes by. Like we just keep calling it a triangle. That's what they call it. The, but like, what else would, would it you be? Call it a pyramid. I called it like an artifact. Three dimensional. I don't think it is. I don't think it is pyramid. I think it's like. I think it literally is like a, just a triangle shape. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. Because then I can they kind of picture it. Yeah, because you head. can put like the two triangles, like the bottom pieces together. I think is right, how it works. Because it makes a diamond. Yeah. But it's just a triangle. It's not a pyramid. Okay. Because we're still we're gonna try to find this triangle of Zintar. <laughs> Barb Brady comes by, sees that there's a commotion, and tells the boys to go to school. And he, they're like, "It's Saturday." And he's like, "Well, doesn't matter to me." Yeah, like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, who cares? So the boys kind of walk by, and there's like, there's like silence for a couple of seconds and she goes well and he goes well what and she goes don't you know who i am and he goes well you ain't fiona apple and if you ain't fiona apple i don't give a rat's ass fiona apple of course being another is she another is she another uh singer actress i have no idea fiona apple? i don't know i feel like i'm i've got I'm like too old or too young for this now. All of a sudden, like, like why don't I know anybody anymore? No, she's a, she's another singer. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason for us to know who Fiona Apple is. There really isn't. 
So anyway, Barbara Eddy must have a thing for Fiona Apple and must kind of know who she was, but she just he just didn't care. I don't think he cared. I guess that's the joke, yeah. Malton and Chef are at Kyle's house, and they're not there because they were building the snowman. And Malton, Leonard Malton says, like, they're in grave danger if Barbara Streisand saw that news report. There's a big nose joke because he asks Chef where he thinks Barbara would be and they cut to just show Tom's rhinoplasty for a second, oh. and then they cut back. Did you get that one, Rachel? I, you know what? Now I get it. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. why that didn't click at first. I get so, it now. Chef says that there's a rumor that she has a $4 million condo in the ski slopes, and we cut immediately to Barbara's $4 million condo in the slopes. She's talking to her butler about the triangle, And she says that a cop showed up. He's a clever one. And this needs to be handled carefully. And she already has another triangle. And you can tell that if you put them together, it'll make the diamond of something. Right. And so the two of them put together. So the dawn of Zinthar will happen if you put the the diamond together. Yes. My diamonds. No, you're right. She does want a diamond. There you go. It's a good callback, Rachel. Thank you. Oh, very nice. <laughs> that night, Cartman tries to do a Mission Impossible his way into Kyle's room to steal the triangle. So he, you know, he goes through the ceiling. I think it's supposed to be like you're not sure at first if it's yeah, we don't know who it Barbara is, Streisand but... or Cartman. It turns out to be Cartman. Ike catches him, yes. and Kyle and Cart or Cartman's been doing this thing where he's like, you know, telling the boys, yeah, you know, would you tell Kyle this? Because I'm not talking to Kyle, so he's doing that thing where it's like Rachel. Will you tell Kyle that I say I'm not talking to him? That kind of thing. Yes. And and then he yells back, so, I'm not an owl, and then moving on. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you very much. It's the only thing that came to mind whenever that is happening. It's like, I am not an owl. <laughs> I'm not an owl. Thank you, Emma. Appreciate it. So he does that with Ike, and he's like, Ike, will you tell Kyle I want my triangle back? And then Ike is going, (laughs) Yeah, cookie monster. (laughs) I like that Cartman is doing it with Ike. Yes. I think that was kind of cute. Well, because he actually, like, knows that Kyle can hear him. Like, they know that the other one's listening. Yeah. It's just, like... Yeah. I just just like when they're, like, incorporating Ike (laughs) into, like, them being little kids. Right. So... The Kyle's brother, like, you, you gotta know what? incorporate the little brother. Yeah, every once in a while. Kyle says, take the stupid thing if it'll make you leave me alone. <laughs> and he's like, there, are you happy now? And Carmen's like, hell yeah, I'm happy I got the triangle. <laughs> all right, all right. If it means that much to you, take the stupid triangle. Huh? If it'll make you leave me alone, then just take the damn thing. Here. There. Now get out of my house. And I hope you feel really, really good about yourself. Hell yeah, dude. I got the triangle. I got the triangle. So this next part, Chef and Leonard Maltner headed up the mountain, and I love that they just took a real like rear projector shot of like the mountains. Yes, and they just did it around the car. I like thought that you would, was kind if, of like funny. if you would, if it was like a real car scene. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Happening. Real live action. They just yes. do the exact same thing, but with their construction paper. Exactly. So that that looks that looks kind of funny. Leonard asks Chef, like, what do you know about? Barbara Streisand and Chef's like well I've always heard that she's just kind of a bitch and Leonard Malton says she's more than a bitch her mother was a jackal her father was an insurance salesman her ambitions became to rule the universe and if she puts together the diamond of Pantheos 
she would be able to control the universe, but the diamond was split and sent to the other ends of the Earth. And if she gets it back, she'll become Mecha Streisand. So we learn her whole plot here while they're in the car. Right. We get everything. The, the boys are waiting at the bus stop, and Barbara comes by with glasses and a nose combo, like like a Marx brother yeah, mask. Yeah, it has like the mustache on it. It's like the whole jokester kind of get up. <laughs> yeah. And she says that the triangle is part of her kidney dialysis machine, and that if she doesn't get it back, she'll die. So Cartman is like, well, I'll tell you what. We'll Rochambeau for it. Of course. <laughs> oh, and they, they're like, oh, yeah, some other person came by, some really, really old lady who still wishes she was still 45 with this huge nose, and she snaps <laughs> at this. And then she says to come into her car, and she'll take them up to the condo where she'll kill them. I mean, she'll give them money. <laughs> so... The boys completely missed on that, but they're like, yeah, well, I'll give you some money and, and you give me the triangle. And Kyle's like, isn't there a rule about getting into cars and strangers? And they're like, not when there's money involved. <laughs> so a good job there. That rule still applies. Do not take money. Do not take candy. Yes. And do not help yes. the stranger with their pet. Yes. Children or kids listening to this episode, first of all, as always... Make sure that you get your parents' permission to listen to Shelf Life, especially the <laughs> South Park episodes, as they are rated E for entertainment. Not for everyone, that's for sure. And for extra entertaining. <laughs> and don't get into a car of someone you do not know. That's right. Period. Even if your parents have that child tracker shit on you, which I know they probably do. Okay, Rachel, I don't know what the... Oh, Okay. It's like, what the hell does, what the hell is this? I watched this just last night. I wrote down the note. I'm a man with emotions. That's why I won't put it in my ass. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) It took me a second, but I remember what this is. So we cut to a film set and Sidney Poitier and Sally Struthers are in this movie and Sidney Poitier is saying the line, I'm a man with emotions. That's why I won't put it in my ass. (laughs) but they cut and they're like okay we're gonna take like a five minute break or whatever yep and he goes to his dressing room and inside this dressing room we get more mythology of this ancient celebrity cult thing it's nuts so there's a clam yep on his dresser with two i'm assuming like an omniscient clam or something maybe yeah well there's two twin japanese ladies that tell him he needs to go get to south park because the the triangle has been discovered almost and i couldn't tell for some reason (laughs) sure i'll give you that i don't know i don't look i don't know a lot about mecha godzilla in that whole lore anyways so if there are two i don't know the clam then that's probably what's happening i don't know if this is from something or if this is just like you know, something I thought would be funny. It's something. It's so but random. I, I got, well, Rachel, put the Godzillas on the list. We'll watch some of those. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Hello? Huh? You must hurry. A young man has found the triangle of Zinthar. Where? A small pissant white bread mountain town in Colorado called South Park. Excellent. Bizarre. I think that's kind of the point, of course. And I, at first, I couldn't tell if Sidney Poitier was going to be evil or not. Because he's kind of, he has like a wry smile about the fact that it's been found. Right. I almost thought he was going to try to get it himself. It did feel that way. Like he wants it. Barbara Streisand has the boys in chains. 
And she goes, I'll teach you to meddle with my triangle. I didn't know if that was innuendo. Uh, I guess it could be taken that way, sure. Cartman is in the stretcher, and they're like, Cartman, just tell her where it is. Or Cartman, don't let her know where it is. I can't remember what they say, but he says, screw you, hippie, back to Kyle. And he tells her she, that he doesn't remember where it is. And, of course, she just starts singing to them to torture them. I like how she knows that's, like, the torture, though, for them. Yeah, I guess she's decided, like, fine, if they're not going to like my music, then I'll, like, use it I'll against use it. you by torturing yeah. you. Fair enough. That's what I would do. Leonard Moulton says that they have to go to Plan B because they can't find her. Plan B, it involves the band The Cure. <laughs> so, now, now, now the Cure like, is involved. Is it the entire band? And he goes, well, just the lead singer. And as this is happening, because I guess because Barbara is like using her powers or something like that or singing, Leonard Moulton can feel her. And he's like, she has the boys. She's close. It must be yeah, just be because I, they're getting closer. I assume it's almost the shinning like. It's like, ah, yes, I feel her. I know <laughs> I she's like here. We're trying to. We're trying to, like, rationalize this mythology in this silly South Park episode. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't rationalize it. That's shelf life. But we have to try. That's why we're shelf life. Cartman gives it up and says it's inside his shoe. So they take it from his shoe. She has a picture of her and Satan hanging up. Do you see that? Oh, yeah, she does. In the background? Yeah. Yeah. I always like the little background things. It's fun. She puts the diamond together by using the two triangles. She says something in Japanese. On the commentary, Trey said it's something like, uh, I now become Mecha God's Mecha Streisand or something like that. Sure. So it is like actual Japanese. It shoots out stuff and makes her Mecha Streisand. Yep. Which is just Mecha Godzilla. It's so just if Mecha anybody... Godzilla with her hair. Yeah, with yeah. with Streisand hair. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and like a Streisand nose and boobs, yeah. yeah. I did wonder if you think people people know Godzilla, right? I Godzilla would people know Godzilla. Godzilla is like the incredible Hulk or the Pope, right? If Godzilla <laughs> shows up at your house, you're pulling out the china again, right? You got to get that with the fine china for Godzilla. Obviously. You open the door and Godzilla's there. You're ready to, he's, you're setting a table, you're setting a seat for him or her. I don't know how you're going to set a table for Godzilla, though. He's, you know, a little bit bigger than, uh. Yeah, he might have to sit in the yard. That's Hey, honey! Godzilla's here! We need another seat! Godzilla, how are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. That, folks. That's a callback. It's called a callback. <laughs> but Mecha Godzilla also has to be known, then, right? Like, there is a. Is it a movie? There's a movie with Mecha Godzilla. There's a movie. I think he, there's he even, like, I think there's like a character. newer ver- movie, too, now that has Mecha Godzilla in it. I've as heard well. some of these newer movies are I'm pretty, pretty sure good. I watched that like, one. I've watched that one. Yeah. Yeah. I've never watched a Godzilla movie outside of the 1998. Godzilla, Go-Hira. which we went to the theater to go see. Gojira. Yeah, yeah. that had um, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick in it, yeah. I'm going to stop Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll watch some Godzillas, including that one. Because we have to. That sounds fun, I mean, shit, we watched Jim Cotta. Like, of course we're going to watch Godzilla. That's right. That's right. 
she runs amok in South Park as Mecha Streisand, and she just starts demolishing the city again because that's how oh, that's I what happens that. to them. Yeah, there was South like Park. the little news bit, and he's just like, like they finally have rebuilt, and then here she comes and goes, God yeah, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, after zombies and killer turkeys and everything so obviously else. all canon. Those are all canon to the actual everything story. at South Park is That's canon. That's right. Everything is canon. There is yes. nothing that is off the table here. That's right. Everything happens in South Park, which is I like that. I like that there are no limits to this particular mythology of oh, South yeah. Park. Right. I love that it's like physically there's a man standing there yes. with a microphone. Eventually, yes. It's you, you at first at first you think it's non-diegetic and it's just these songs. And Trey explains that like if you ever watch one of these kaiju movies, there's always like a little song for each monster. And eventually you find out that it is literally a Japanese <laughs> man singing this song. And the chef gets annoyed with him. He which does. I he just like love. side eyes him the whole time. Like, really? Is this necessary? <laughs> it's it's pretty good. It's great. Um, the mayor calls in the National Guard. So now we've got a full on Godzilla movie going on. Jimbo and Ned are also involved Jimbo in fighting against Jimbo and Ned him. are in like a fighter jet, like plane thing and like you're going after yeah. her. No idea. It's so random. It, it's, it's it's yeah. It's just there. So Leonard Malton and Chef find the boys in the condo, but it's too late. And Malton uses his eyes to break the locks using like heat vision or something yeah, like that. What the heck, this man? <laughs> and they and he tells them, "I have to like I'm gonna go fight her. Call Robert Smith." And they tell Robert Smith that Leonard Malton asked to call asked him to call, and he says, "Oh, so." Barbara Streisand found the triangle of Zinta. <laughs> and they're like, apparently this was just a thing for them. Like, <laughs> so normal. So the National Guard can't stop her. And in the middle of all of this, Sheila Brofilovsky comes up and asks for an autograph. Because, like we said, it's kind of that... Like, if you've ever seen Coffee Talk on... Uh, on SNL, that bit from the 90s, they would always talk about Barbara being, like, their queen and stuff like that. Oh, Barbara. Yeah. Babs. And she signs it Babs. I thought that was cute. Yeah, that was funny. She signs it Babs. And she continues to wreak havoc. Leonard Malton stands in front of her and, sh- and shouts, like, Barbara! And, like, she recognizes him. And of he course. changes into, like, a like Ultraman look. I guess? Yeah, he, like, grows into, like... A giant and like starts fighting her he's like in a superhero costume all of a sudden yeah like a power ranger type suit yes yeah so they they begin to do battle in their i don't know if that's lore in godzilla i look i don't know a lot about godzilla no i think that's just another like that i think that is ultraman like i think that's a different japanese property they're just combining okay i got you okay yeah so they begin to do battle and they almost kill kenny a couple of times and then and then and Kenny just decides to, like... Okay, look. <laughs> they have all these ways of Mechagodzilla killing Kenny, right? And then he goes over to a tetherball and goes, yeah, I'm gonna punch this. Punches it, gets tied onto the pole, and suffocates to death. Yep. You have a problem with that, Rachel? No. It, it definitely... <laughs> it, it, it's the thing. That it... it, it 
There was another thing trailer where... Do you have a problem with that, Rachel? <laughs> no. <laughs> it. What's the word when it, like, goes against your expectations? Subverts. It subverted your expectations. Because it, it was did. like, what it is did. he doing? What is he doing? And anything that subverts your expectations is good. Sometimes. So they said that the they thought the fans would find that funny because it subverts their expectations and it's the dumbest thing they could have done it to was kill him. So it was so dumb. Stupid. So they thought that the fans would think that that was silly because there's an obvious way to kill him and they just decide like, no, no, no. He just, he accidentally suffocates himself. But they said that fans hated it. They, they like, they, they were did. like surprised because they were like, we thought it was funny. Fans thought it was, thought it was bad. I thought and it was we'll fine. It was very just like, what the heck? <laughs> So in flies Sidney Poitier, and he flies, he literally flies in, like he has the ability to fly. That's right. And he changes himself into this giant turtle. That's right. Another. Now we have, I do think there is a giant turtle. I think there is a giant turtle. Monster. In Godzilla, yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where we find out that there's literally a Japanese man singing because he's going, Sidney Poitier, Sidney Poitier. <laughs> she throws him over a mountain and he's never seen That's it. again. That's it. Because I love the fact that he also spins as a turtle. He's got like rocket packs on his. Right. In, like... it, it looks nuts. And then all of a sudden, that's it. We don't get to really see anything else happen. And then she takes out Leonard Malton. And then Robert Smith shows up. And he's got a little walkie-talkie and he tells the boys... So, Rachel, I guess we have to explain this, because I do not, I have never, I don't think, listened to The Cure. I haven't have you ever listened to The Cure? Okay. No. So, as far as I know. I may have, and I just don't know I have. So, now I, now Robert I have to Smith to the is... Cure. Hold on. Oh. Yes, I have listened to The Cure. I know Friday I'm in love. I like that song. Okay. okay. Yeah, you know that I, one. I, do I? I don't know if I do. There if Monday's blue, Tuesday's blue, and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you, but Friday, I'm in love. Okay. I don't know. I, 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 I'm sure I know I that one. Yeah. <laughs> I know that one. Um, so, yes, I have listened to The Cure. Go on, Kevin. <laughs> yes. So, all right. You, all right. You have listened to The Cure. Robert Smith and The Cure are like, alternative i thought they were almost like a almost like a goth band but i think it's just because almost of the way a little bit a little gothic but more like an alternative like punk rock maybe i feel like i just so put this like was three another... different things together that don't actually go together <laughs> but that's also fine that's why they're this was <laughs> the way they are <laughs> another one where they were told they could get any celebrity they wanted and they were like well i gotta get robert smith because they just they <laughs> apparently they love the cure so they got robert smith and that's why they make him into like the hero here i love it so Robert Smith gives them a walkie-talkie so that they can listen to him as as he fights Barbara Streisand. Right. He changes into a butterfly, so I think he's supposed to be Mothra. I was gonna say, isn't he a moth? Like, <laughs> okay, moth for giant Mothra, that's moth. Whatever. I think he is Mothra at that point. Yeah, he's got sonic powers that hurt Babs. Right. And then, and then she, uh, she's like, "What screams she, back she at him?" Or screams sings. it back. Yeah. yeah. Leonard Malton has gone back into his human form 
And he tells them to, to walkie-talkie into Robert Smith to hit her in the nose. That's her weak spot. So he punches her in the nose using, like, a... Like a... His arm, like, detaches and, like... Yeah, like a detachable arm. Thank you. I couldn't him. think of the word. Yeah. Yeah. The diamond falls out. So now they're like, she must be powerless. Take her out. Right. So he does. He does this by throwing her into space. Oh, yeah. Where she blows up. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> and that is the end of of the mecha streisand monster so right. they're all celebrating robert smith our savior jesus says about <laughs> robert smith and then he just walks off into the sunset well right before walking off into the sunset though he's like you know i'll take my walkie-talkie and oh Cartman's, yeah that's right carmen's like well i i want the walkie-talkie and he says well i'll tell you what Al Rochambeau you for it. And he kicks Cartman in the nuts. <laughs> and then just walks away. I don't even think he then takes he the walkie-talkie. No, leaves. he doesn't even take the walkie-talkie. He just leaves. <laughs> he goes, that was enough. Kyle says Disintegration is the best album ever. Like you're saying, maybe I know these songs. You probably know. know the songs, and it's just not going to be there. We found a thing that Rachel's like, yep, I know all this, and I don't have a clue I don't know all this. this. I knew the one no, song I that I found quick. Like, <laughs> now I'm, like, trying to find that album. When my nephews had seen it, they worshipped me, but kept asking, what is a disintegration, Uncle Bob? I simply answered, it was something I had made a long time ago. Still funny how everything I do, travel, experiencing so many things, having interesting meetings, making good selling records, means nothing to them. While since my appearance in South Park, I'm immortal and famous to them. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> I love that. That's funny. I'm trying to find Disintegration. Oh, I think you'd know this song too. Lullaby? Pictures of You? Love Song? I'm sure I would know some of these. Anyway. I'm, t I'm telling you, I, I know Friday I'm in love. That's the one that I definitely 100% know. <laughs> you, you sounded like the baby Sinclair for a second there. So the boys say they have to get rid of the triangles, and they literally just throw just them throw in like away. a waste That's why they basket. can come back. That's why they can come back. <laughs> That's why they could come back. Yeah, we could definitely do a sequel. Mecha Streisand does come back. In an infamous episode, we'll do way down the line, and hopefully there it will be available by then. Their 200th and 201st episode. Wow. We got a ways to go. We're on episode yeah, we 12. So we got a ways to go. They learned something today. They learned that people that want power always end up dead in the end. And as they were learning something today, they didn't realize that Ike was digging through the trash. And he That's picks right. out the diamond, and he becomes Mecha Ike. Mecha, Mecha Ike. And that is how Mecha Streisand ends. Rachel, what did you think of Mecha Streisand, and did you learn anything today? Oh, now I gotta think if I learned something today. <laughs> I forgot to do that with um, Tom's rhinoplasty. I didn't learn anything in that one. <laughs> um, this one was also fine, I think. It had a bit, a few more you tell, moments. You can tell the truth. If you didn't like it, say you didn't like it. No, I think it had a few more moments. I liked that it was kind of based on, like, the whole, like, Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla stuff. It was a little weird at points. And because I don't, like, know everybody, it was like, okay, what is happening, like, half the yeah. time? But it was interesting and it was kind of funny. And I like, I liked your take on it where it's the, 
conspiracy theory with like celebrities this is one of their Mm -hmm. crazy conspiracy theories which is kind of fun i like that part of it is that they're all like these crazy mecha monsters and they have to stop barbara streisand from getting the the triangle (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, maybe there's a new celebrity that wants the the diamond to become mecha whatever yes but it's okay i mean it wasn't my favorite watching it but like it's it's fine so Matt and Trey, again, thought that this one was going to be very funny. They really liked this one. And then they, they said people didn't really like this one. They thought it was one of the weaker ones. And the internet, to the mo- for the most part, still agrees with that and doesn't think that it's great. I don't know. I, I like this one. I think this one is, is fun. It is it's fun. Stu- it, it's, it's, it's weird, stupid. it's stupid, and fun. Yeah. But I think it's fun. I think people people were got sick of the Barbara Streisand jokes because there were, like, one note. But they're just... Make, I didn't think that they were like overly done or anything like that. I didn't like think that. it was it's overly just... done. No. And they didn't like the Kenny death, and it's like, guys, the that's Kenny kind, death that was, was a little. It was joke. just so like, what? But yeah. But I think this one's fun. I I don't see why people have it as low as low rated as they do compared to some of the other episodes in the season, maybe. But I don't know. It's just me. So we'll see. I probably wouldn't have have it as low as like the internet. I have a feeling I disagree with that as well. Yeah. But I am very interested in seeing what our rankings are, Rachel, because we've done, this is is our fourth show that we're getting through the season one of. Uh, The thing that I learned, by the way, I forgot to mention this. When Leonard Malton becomes Mecha Malton, he says, Kita Kita Chudi. Or something like that. I'm sure I butchered it. Our Japanese friends can correct me. Hopefully you didn't say something really inappropriate. No, I don't think so. Because... <laughs> the way you say something, it could become very inappropriate. <laughs> that's that's true. I did not mean any offense if I said something <laughs> inappropriate. And I apologize to the country and people of Japan. They're probably just laughing at you, honestly. Go on. According to Trey Parker on the commentary, that term is something that people say, like, pull my finger. Oh. Like, it's their equivalent of saying it's they're about so to fart. Ridiculous. So it, it literally so it means, like... it is something inappropriate. <laughs> it literally means, like, something, something, to, like, smell a tulip or something like that. Oh, interesting. So it, it, it's oh, I like, love when it, it's, it's, like, the equivalent. The weird uh, translation when it's, like, this is exactly what it means. But the way that they ta- say it, it's supposed to be, like, a pull my finger kind of thing. So there you go. That's what I learned. That's what Trey Parker said it was, so I'm blaming him. Rachel's looking up Kita Kita chewed it or whatever he says at that point to see if she can find it. See, that's the funny thing is I never remembered the Mecha Streisand. You didn't remember this one? Not at all. Like, I know, I always remember seeing the Mecha Streisand in, like, the opening and stuff, but which one? When it's when who becomes big? Uh, Leonard Malton. That's the one that turns into a Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. Gibberish. So, folks at home, please let us know what he said and what that means. If you're one of our Japanese audience members or someone that knows Japanese. Anyway, that was Mecha Streisand, the 12th episode of South Park, which means, Rachel, when we come back after the break, we will finally finish South Park season one with Cartman's mom, his dirty slut, (laughs) when we come back. 
Tomorrow, it's the original special that everyone fell for, full of... Little surprises. You'll laugh till your face hurts and chuckle till you buckle. See amazing talent. You can't hide that kind of charisma. It's The Living End, the original one-hour special that started it all. America's Funniest Home Videos. Then... I'm Alan Sick. Which was the longest-running medical series of all time? Get the pencils and paper and get ready to test your TV IQ. Which of these couples on L.A. Law has yet to go all the way? Join Alan Sick for an all-new Tube Test 2 tomorrow. And we're back with the... F Rachel didn't like that one. It just sounded <laughs> weird on my end. It sounded like... The... And I was like, okay, why did right. it sound like that? Yeah, I'll, I'll say it again, just in case that comes off crazy. And we're back with the final episode of South Park Season 1. Rachel, what is the final episode of South Park Se I can't say it. What is the ep final episode of South Park <laughs> Season 1? And what happens in this episode? The 13th episode of South Park Season 1 is Cartman's mom is a dirty slut. You said it. I said it. You said it. Women empowering uh, women here, Rachel. Yeah, well, do she not, seems she doesn't do seem like she's like sad about her lifestyle. She's not she's at like, all. Yeah, she's she's fun. very sex positive. That's right. She's very progressive. Yeah. Don't slut shame her. Actually, now hang on. I don't even know Maybe if they really do. I guess they kind of do. They folks do at home, in particular women at home, promiscuous women at home. You guys got to take the the name slut back, make it into like a good thing. Like, oh, she's a slut. I, I mean, why can't it be? It means that she likes to have a good time. I guess. <laughs> I, so I'm sorry I cut you off to make a stupid joke. What were you Anyways, so Cartman's mom is a slut is about Cartman questioning who his father is and going through... I guess jumping through hoops to try to find out. Yes. He's going through a, a crisis of trying to find... He wants to know who his dad is. He wants to know... It's almost like he wants to know his... He's his like background. His heritage yeah. type of thing. Yeah, his heritage type of thing. It seems like it, yeah. Yeah. More so than like who his dad is. He almost wants to know more like what he's a part of. To be right. part of something. Yes. But because of Leanne Cartman's promiscuity, he's having a difficult time trying to figure that out. So yes, and I don't this... think she's ever really thought about it. <laughs> I don't think she has. I don't think she. I don't think she's ever thought that it matters. So this episode aired on February twenty fifth, nineteen ninety eight. It is the finale of season one. It's a big cliffhanger. At the end of this one, Rachel, the it first is. time Spoiler that they decided to do a cliff, it's a cliffhanger. Cliff, cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so they were talking about this in their commentary where they realized that the next day that they were scheduled to do a episode was April Fool's Day. Oh, my God. So they thought it would be funny, and they thought all the South Park fans would get it if they left the show on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And they were like, and they didn't really think that anybody would care about... Who car this cartoon character's father was? I mean, but, so, but it is kind of intriguing. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose the, we'll get to the answer whenever we cover season two of South Park. They retcon the answer uh, way further down the line in episode two hundred one, which is a very good episode that can no longer be seen because of terrorists. But we'll find it if we need to at some point if we get to episode two hundred one of South Park. 
You don't remember this? So, so I don't even know if it's on DVDs. I don't know if you can get it at all. I'm gonna like. Is it on Max? I'm gonna look. I don't know what season it is. Sixth episode of the fourteenth season. Whoa! It, it wasn't that long ago. No, it can't be. Twenty ten or so, maybe. Like it's literally called two hundred one. I thought. Oh, is it? It's actually yeah. called the number because I don't see it here in episode or season 14 because it says the 14th season yeah well neither of those are here they're not there no that's funny you can get the dvd on amazon i don't see like all of the people that are 200 and 201 aren't even on the dvd they don't even put them on the dvd Mm -hmm. wow because they're good episodes i remember liking them that that's ridiculous that's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, wait, here it's we go. weird South that Park you fandom. can't get them at all, though. Like, that seems wrong. The complete to me. 14th season is a Blu ray DVD release, includes all 14 episodes, and that one includes 200 and 201. Okay. So there Kevin's are. Like, I'm gonna go fucking buy it right now. Well, that's like, I wonder if like, you have to get them at. Because like, yeah, it, it feels it, like some of them had it and some of them don't. So they retcon that eventually. Rachel, do you remember who the dad turns out to be i didn't and then i was reminded um <laughs> and then i was like oh yeah and it's weird <laughs> yeah so i it's like the retcon re- weird so i it's mean it's purposely weird because it's south park sure and they retcon it to be do you remember who scott tenorman is i don't okay we'll get to that episode eventually too and then we'll get to the retcon whenever we have to do 200 and 201 so <laughs> That'll be, I'm sure, far down the line. Oh, I would imagine. But in any event, we are find, going to find out who Cartman's dad is. So one interesting thing before we get into it, Rachel, is there is an unaired clip from, or there's a, there was a clip or a scene from the pilot episode okay. where they cut out or was part of like the part of the pilot that didn't make it to air and it was cartman at a dinner table with his mom his dad and his sister oh and and comedy central came back and said you already have bigger families with the rest of the boys cartman doesn't also need a big family okay so they cut the dad and the sister that it helps flesh out cartman so much more that his you know what i mean it does yeah i think it, it yeah it gives him more background more personality more all of that interest it's very rounded it's interesting because we i feel like you always hear oh the freaking studio the studio interfered the studio interfered the studio interfered and i think in most cases that's probably true but if that's true that the studio said like no cut it back The, the the boys all have big families make his small right that's a good note because i think it works especially yes. well for a character like Cartman who is like Absolutely. greedy and selfish and and pig-headed and he's partly that way because Leanne only has him to dote upon. Right. So she completely just everything goes to him. She just loves exactly. everything for him and does everything for him. Sees sees no issues with him or anything like that. And right. part of that is because they're kind of together in this and she views him as like well, we get to that in the Caesar Milan episode where like she views him as like it's a codependency oh, kind yeah. of thing. Yes. So let us jump right in to the final episode of season one of South Park called Cartman's Mom is a Dirty Slut. Slut. Okay. 
So we start at the bus stop, and Cartman is not there. And the boys say that he has missed three days in a row. So they're like, maybe we should go find out what's wrong with him. Like, is he sick? Like, what's going on? Why isn't he here? Right. So I would have assumed, Rachel, I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever done this. If, if a friend didn't show up at school, I just assumed he was sick. And, like, that was the end of it. Uh, typically would assume sick. I've had called maybe friends find before, out. especially yeah. seeing if they need, like, homework or something. Sure. Three days is probably, like, time for, Three like... Three days is long. Hey, what's, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Especially if, like, teacher or other friends haven't said anything. Like, nobody knows what's going on with so-and-so. Well, now I'm going to I'm gonna call them, you know. Landline yeah. call them on the phone and see what's going on. <laughs> I, I guess that's fair. Because at that point, you're thinking, is it strep throat or a flu or something? Yeah. yeah. And, and do they need homework? For sure. So they decide they're going to go over and see what's wrong with them. And Miss Crabtree, the bus driver, pulls up and tells them to get in. And as usual, the running gag, of course, is that they say something offensive to the bus driver. And then the bus driver says, what did you say? Right. And they say something banal and yes. or benign. And then, <laughs> but this time, Stan just calls her a fat, ugly bitch. And she says, and what did you say? Oh, sorry, go ahead. It. And then he repeats yeah. it. Yeah. He just says the exact same says, thing again. Oh. And lets them yeah. on the bus. <laughs> so he's like, I always wondered if that was going to work. They stop at Cartman's house, and his mom says that he's been feeling a little under the weather. Maybe, like, they can cheer him up. Yeah. Which is interesting because of what we find him doing. Cartman's mom is an interesting head case. Because yes. she's oblivious to everything going on around her. Kind of. Like, this is... Uh, clearly, Cartman is looking for some guidance or something. I, and she yes. just does not have it in her to, like, figure this out. I'm wondering, too, if she's, like, waiting for him to To bring... To tell her? Tell her. Like, sure. Sure. Like, I'll let him try to, like, deal with his own stuff for a little while, and then... Like, if he really wants something, then he'll come to me. That is giving Mrs. Cartman quite a bit of credit, Rachel. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the boys go in the backyard. Cartman's there. He's having a tea party with his stuffed animals. And they're all there. Polly Prissy Pants, Peter Panda, Rumpetumpskin, Clyde Frog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love all of great. I love all of Cartman's stuffed animals and they all and they all come back at some point it's very cute i don't quite remember where peter i know clyde frog comes back quite a bit rumper tumpskin i think does too peter panda i don't remember seeing quite a lot well peter panda i think becomes Sexual a bigger cat yeah yeah i think that's what that one becomes yeah because that's all it really i look at it and i'm just like sexual harassment Panda yeah, is he all I can think. Like, <laughs> and, and Polly, Polly Prissy Pants, I know, has been in some other stuff, too. Do you think Polly Prissy Pants was his mom's doll, and then she gave it to him? I could see that. I feel like Clyde Frog, too, could have been. Because they just seem I mean, like they older all toys. I'm just thinking yeah. like older toys, you know? Yeah, they're, I, I feel like they're all older. I feel like Rumper Tomskin is definitely <laughs> his. Yes. And I think the panda, too. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. there's a panda, a frog, a like um, what would you call 
What's like a little like a Miss Muffet type of character is Polly. Yeah, Percy she Pants. looks like a Miss Muffet with like button eyes and stuff. Yeah, that's why and... I think she's she kind of reminds me of Raggedy Ann. Sure, but like yeah. a Miss Muffet Raggedy Ann. Yeah, and Rumpetomskin is a dragon, like Which a little is pink adorable. dragon. This little like <laughs> round purpley pink dragon it's wonderful they're like let's go make fun of him because they're like this is hilarious this is pretty fucked up i think is what stan says and kyle's like well now we have now we have to go make fun of him like this is hilarious to them because he's having this well and it's not just that he's having the tea party with stuffed animals that's fine who hasn't but it's that he's looking for validation. Yeah, all he, they're all animals. like giving him compliments. Yes, and telling him how good he is, and that he's yeah. like a good he's kid. He's not fat and... at all, Carmen. Oh, right? thank you, Polly Pitsy Pants. <laughs> what do you think of me, Clyde Frog? I think that you're awesome. Like, like he—he's looking for validation from yes, all of them. Yes, yes. So it is kind of like a cute, like sad type of thing because it's—it is yes. kind of—it's really giving us more sides to Cartman. Yes, it's layering. It's a layer that prob- that people probably were not prepared for. That he has like oh feelings. <laughs> yes. So Stan says instead of making fun of him, maybe they should get him some help because it just doesn't feel right. Something doesn't feel right to him. Yeah. So they go to the counselor. So I counselor Mackey comes in, and they're in the counselor's office, and they're trying to figure out what could possibly be bothering him because there's clearly something bothering him, guy. <laughs> Well, my 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 favorite line from this is like, oh well, there's a news flash. Like, yeah, we all know something's wrong with Cartman. <laughs> it's like, I oh remember my god, that. yeah, I thought it was hilarious. So, in the background, this entire oh, time, it's great. you see posters <laughs> celebrating fatherhood, or in particular, yes. having a father. Well, another one also says that if you don't have a dad, you're a bastard. But. <laughs> I was I was like kind of waiting for that one to be revealed. Oh, I'm sorry. Like right there, because it says like because it says like dad is dads are dandy. Yes, and it says like D- D- father Sunday is coming up or something like that. Yes. Yeah, and then the one the one poster says if you don't have a dad, you're a bastard. <laughs> and I wanted I really wish that it said it in like big font, like you're a bastard, like right. like just violently angry about it. So, Mackie is like, well, of course, and you think. If he's going to say something about, like, not having a dad. Yeah, because he, like, looks two two to the poster almost. You think he's really going to say, and then, then no, it's, here's no, a camera. No, he, he says, we'll use my video camera, and you can study him psychologically and find out what's wrong, I'm guy. Because it's totally legal. <laughs> well, that's what, Stan and Kyle are like, is this legal? And he goes, oh, hell yes. <laughs> no. No, it is not. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it, like, okay. I don't think you're it, supposed to be recording somebody without their knowledge. That's gotta be true, right? Unless you're, I like, a public so. figure. Like, if you film somebody. If you're in a public space, okay. technically you can be recorded, but he's in a private space. He's, he's in, in his, his backyard. backyard. You yeah, can't just, yeah. like, record somebody without them knowing that you're being recorded. Right. Yes, I, I would think that is absolutely true. Yeah. So they go back to Cartman's backyard, and they film him. And they talk about how hilarious... This is going to be the funniest video ever. I don't think it's that funny. It's like, not. <laughs> it's kind of... It's just kind of cute. It's a kid playing with his toys. Like... Yeah. 
It seems yeah. so normal. Yeah, that's what I I couldn't understand why the boys think that this is totally well, fucked up. They think it's funny and fucked up because one, it's Cartman, big bag tough Cartman, and then he's he's going, oh hi, Miss Pris Pants, and like doing like a little tea yeah. party. It's very not his style. Sure. So I and think I guess that's the other thing is doing. he's got to be kind of depressed because he doesn't want to. Like, Cartman never wants to go to school. He's, like, more just feeling down. Yeah, I think he's feeling very, like, just down and disconnected from the world right now. Yeah. Which is sad. (laughs) You just want to give that butterball a big hug. Rachel doesn't want to feel sympathy for (laughs) the big, fat-ass, bigot (laughs) Cartman. He's an ass, but I, 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 this episode makes me want to give him a big hug. Thank you, Rachel. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice of you. Here, you can have cake and ice cream now. I'll take that cake and ice cream. Thank you, Cartman. <laughs> Cartman and, and his mom are having dinner, and Cartman fights with the kitty about his corned beef cabbage. Which is adorable, because it's just so Rachel, dumb. Yeah. did you recognize the voice of the kitty? No. <laughs> do you, do you want to... Do you want to take any guesses as to who oh, voiced Oh, you Kitty? want me to guess who voiced a cat? Yeah. Is this another one of their, like, we got a celebrity yes. to play a cat? Yes. No idea. You're, you're never going to guess it. It's No. That is, that is Jay Leno playing that oh, cat. Obviously. Yeah, it sounds just like Jay Leno. Come on. Meow. Yeah, meow. <laughs> we, got a, we got a wonderful show for you tonight. We got the... Uh, got... <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah you got to the... put a microphone in front of its face, maybe, and have it doing terrible stand-up at night. Well, sure. yeah, let's see what that is. You hear about this? You see this? Meow. See? Same thing. <laughs> so he asks his mom. And I like I how do they're enjoy... also, I like how they're having a giant ham and a giant turkey together. Well, you know, you know. You gotta, yeah. Anyways. Gotta plump him up. He's, he's skin and bones. <laughs> he asks his mom about his dad. Yes. And he he doesn't want to outright ask it because I think he's like he doesn't know what his mom's reaction will be. He feels a little uncomfortable. Yeah, because he yeah. doesn't know if it like bothers her to talk about dad because she never because right, he doesn't know he technically doesn't know if his dad is dead. Like he, he I knows think that's nothing. The thing. He yeah. knows literally nothing about him because she doesn't talk about a dad at all. It's just the two of them. Period. Right. Well, because he was an immaculate conception. It seems that way. Sort of. <laughs> So Cartman approaches it this way by kind of saying, like, okay, you know how Stan has a dad, and Kyle has a dad, and Kenny has a dad? Like, my and friends have like, dads, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like, uh-huh, okay. And there's like, this great, <laughs> there's this great pause, and it goes from Cartman to his mom to the cat. Yes! <laughs> and, like, like, and, like, eventually his mom's face does change, and it's kind of like, is, are you, like, go on? <laughs> So he finally says, like, who's my dad? And she starts, she doesn't get it. She does not get it. So instead, she says, well, sometimes. Well, you see, Eric, sometimes when a man and a woman are attracted to each other, they want to be close to each other. Uh And sometimes the man puts his hoo-hoo dilly in the woman's cha-cha. So who put his hoo-hoo dilly in your cha-cha? Which is, you know, kids listening at home, that is what happens. A hoo-hoo dilly goes in a cha-cha, and they're man-chowder, which we'll learn about later. You know. (laughs) What? Cha-cha real slow is all that came to mind. You know. So (laughs) Carmen's like, well, who put their hoo-hoo dilly in your cha-cha? 
So fair question. Fair question. <laughs> we find out quite a quite a many. This prompts Cartman's mom to tell him the story of his father, and right. it starts at the drunken at the twelfth annual drunken barn dance a whole nine years previously so okay we're going 12 years nine years previously she was young and naive and she was ready to just kind of party and she hadn't started yet she hadn't started yet what did i write down she hadn't started yet okay well she she drinks this gigantic thing of alcohol and this guy's like wow i've never seen that like you're amazing and she's like i haven't even started yet and then like yeah thank you for deciphering my notes you're welcome (laughs) and she offers officer barbrady her cookies oh yeah she accepts except it's literally just cookies you know cookies she baked cookies Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so they, they're they're having a good time, all of the rednecks in South Park, and they decide to do the drunken barn dance, and they rednecks, redneck dance around, and somebody catches her eyes, and there you are, <laughs> like a throbbing star. So one of the gags that I quite enjoyed throughout this episode is that every time it goes back to the past, it does a parody of Celine Dion's heart will go on oh my god because titanic was popular because it just had come out so that's the there you are and you think they they do a pretty good job of making a red herring out of jimbo yes because they keep it on jimbo but then they kind of back off for a second or like the the sea kind of parts and you see chief running water yes so she says, you know, that... <laughs> he's, just, he's in the background. <laughs> he's just, was just standing there in the background. Yes. So Chief Running Water, she, she goes up to him. Oh, Chief, I want your hot man chowder. Whoa, hello. How'd you, did you like that one, Rachel? Hot man chowder? Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's a thought right there. <laughs> so according to Matt and Trey, they were going, they originally had in the script... The line was, I want you inside me. Oh, that's and maybe it's a little too much. Comedy Central said that was that was too much. So they said, All right, fine. We'll make it even grosser. I want your hot man chowder. <laughs> yep, there it is. And there it is. <laughs> I, I like Chief Running Water's his reaction to this, which is like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, like, uh <laughs> it's a little Came out a little strong there. So she says, like, the next morning she was pregnant with, with Cartman. Now, I don't yeah. know how she could have determined, especially with the way that Le- Leanne got around back in the day, that she was definitely pregnant from that drunken barn dance. I mean, I guess technically you can only get pregnant at certain times of the month anyway. Well, so. no, you can get pregnant at any time in the month. But isn't it more likely than... Yeah, the likelihood certain... is higher. Yeah. That's correct. Yes. But I mean, even if she if she knew if they go, oh, you're so many weeks along, then she can kind of go back and go, oh, well, the That's bar true. night was then, so it was probably that. Yeah, because I was and probably black- over the next day. And- right, and she blacked <laughs> out after she went and had a role in the hay with Chief Running Water, so right. she must have just assumed that, like, yeah. That's my assumption. Yeah. And he's on the reservation, so Cartman is like, he's got to get to that reservation to meet his dad. Mm-hmm. The boys, in the meantime, see a commercial for Not Without My Anus, which will come back oh my God. shortly on South Park Season 2, because this, again, was Trey and Matt's plan, was to show Not Without My Anus. 
before anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever watched that episode, Rachel? I don't remember. I do not recall. I I think I've watched it once from the DVD, and it is. I don't know how they got twenty two minutes out of it. <laughs> it's like, um, do you remember that episode where Oprah's vagina and asshole talk to each other? Yeah, I, I think I actually do. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that episode. All right, well, where that's you're like, gonna what happen. the fuck am I watching? Yeah, his grandpa turns on Bob Saget because he wants to watch the Bob Saget show. Stan's grandpa turns on the Bob Saget show because he wants right. to watch it. Which is and they do just America's funniest home video. Yeah, I mean they call it America's stupidest home videos. Same idea, Rachel. Do you remember ever watching America's Funniest Home Videos? Yes, yes, I do. Do you remember liking it as a kid? Um, I remember not even liking it it as a kid. On, I feel like it was just a thing to have on, and sometimes there were cute animals, and I liked seeing the cute animals, and that was about it. (laughs) I guess the one thing we can say is America's Funniest Home Videos is so obsolete today because of the internet. Oh yeah. If you want to watch a funny video, just turn on the internet. Right. But at the time, I guess this is how everybody got their memes and shit and watched people sure. get kicked in the nuts was America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. I remember as a kid not even liking it. I Occasionally, wasn't a big fan. I just liked like, getting to see the animals, honestly. Like Bob, Bob Saget sucked. Rest in peace. He he was awful on he it. Wasn't, like, oh, yeah, he, was a little, he was a little boring. He was a little flat. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's just him in general. But At least as the persona of Danny Tanner. Oh, yeah, sure. The boys say that he is almost as bad as that guy on Full House. Ha 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 ha. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> I do also Car- like that Grandpa is constantly holding a noose. Like, He's got the noose, just in case he needs to finish the job. It's ridiculous. Well, you know. It's so weird. He can do it himself. He just doesn't want... He knows not to bother Stan and his friends with anymore. it anymore. Yes. That's true. Cartman stops by, and he's dressed like a naive American. I do think it's funny that he says naive. I'll give you that one. <laughs> he, he wants to he wants to borrow Stan's bike to go to the reservation. I don't know why he can't use his bike. Maybe he doesn't have one, or it's broken Maybe or something. Tires yeah, flat. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You can't get on my bike, you guys, because I'm so fat, you guys. <laughs> Well, so if he's going to get on Stan's bike, I mean. Yeah, so he, Stan lets him borrow it, and the boys get this idea that, like, Jesus, we could send the video in because Cartman's acting so strange because he hasn't told them why he needs to go to the reservation yeah. or anything. So they're like, man, Cartman's acting weird. I bet we could win the $10,000 for America's Funniest Home Videos if we use that video send in the video of him at the tea party. Right. Rather than sending it to Mr. Mackey. Yeah, I don't even know if Mr. Mackey cares at this point. Oh, I think he probably forgot. He probably (laughs) forgot, doesn't He probably doesn't even remember. Yeah. Cartman is at the reservation, and Chief Running Water is there, and he's like, oh, wait, no, no, no. Because, like, he's, like, gets worried for a minute, and then he's like, no, I'm uh, I'm Eric Cartman, I'm Leanne Cartman's son. And he's like, oh, Cartman. Oh, so somebody else he might have an issue with, but not Cartman, at least. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) Like, this little fat white boy showed up at the reservation. He's like, oh, no, wait a minute. (laughs) I didn't even think about that, Rachel. That's kind of uh, funny. I have a feeling there's another child out there for Chief Running Water. Are you saying that (laughs) Chief Running Water is a dirty slut? He might be. He might be. Is he a fugly slut, though? No, I wouldn't go that no, far. I think he's got the best man chowder in the the, the town. Oh, I from don't what we can know tell. if I like you saying that, but okay. 
So ch- there's an E on the South Park episodes <laughs> for a reason. Yep. Yes, there is. Man, and I'm using those. Rachel's gonna. Bl- uh, uh, Ra- I'm gonna. I do the edits for the South Park episodes, folks. It's true. Rachel's gonna go in special and bleep all of that out. <laughs> Uh, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. Because it is bleeps can be funny. Bleeps can actually be very funny if they they're can used be properly. Absolutely. Yeah. So Chief Running Water says that Cartman's mom is one that we call Bear with Wide Canyon. <laughs> I like how he I feel like he's trying to say it nicely at yes, first. He, he is he's absolutely he's trying to say it nicely. He he wants Cartman to get it so that he doesn't have to flat out say it about his mom because she's a doe who cannot keep legs together that's right (laughs) cartman doesn't quite get it that one's kind of funny i like that one actually i like like the doe versus the bear yeah yeah bear bear with wide canyon though oh no that's actually pretty good the wide canyon's great yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so cartman doesn't get it so he just flat out says i'm not your father my mom says you were the guy she was with kid I hate to break this to you, but your mother is what we Native Americans refer to as bear with wide canyon. What do you mean? She is doe who cannot keep legs together. Huh? Your mom's a slut. I. He explains that they were rolling in the hay and they were about to do something. This is actually where he says she wants her, the, the hot man chowder. That's right. As they're rolling in the hay, there <laughs> you are like a throbbing star. She sees Chef. Yep. Young Chef. Young I mean, I Chef. It's like only nine years, but still young Chef. Yeah, a younger <laughs> Chef. So she asks what he's doing in this town, and Chef says that he wants to open a restaurant. And I thought, oh, poor Chef. He didn't get to open up that restaurant. Yeah, do they, the they never come back to that, do they? They never let him, like, actually so. open up something. I kind of wish they she, did. I, You know... Yes, Chef's happy, though. You know, I, I think he's learned to just kind of... He, he enjoys being the town... I mean, Chef is a dirty slut. So, you know, Chef is there, and <laughs> he, he is just very gets much to be, so a dirty slut as well, yes. Yeah, and he gets to be the slut of the town while being the, the chef, and I think he's fine with that. Yes. However, at this point, we learn that his ambitions are to open up a restaurant in town. And... <laughs> And Cartman's mom says, well, would you care to put your tongue in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then, and then they the do. Last... And then they proceed to do so. Please, please, no. God, no. Oh, lordy. <laughs> <laughs> so, she... so that was the last that Chief Running Water saw. So Cartman's like, oh, so Chef is my dad. And he's like, that's what I saw. Like, that, that was the last I saw that night. Right. And Cartman says that he can't believe it. He's a black African-American. Yep, there he is. Which is technically Which... accurate, because there could be white African-Americans. That's true. That's that's actually very true. <laughs> but I th- I feel like he is very excited about, like, the background culture that he's, like, finding out. Like, ooh, cool, I'm Native American. Or as he says, naive yes. American. Or, ooh, cool, I'm a black, like, African-American. Like, wow, that's neat. Like, I can't believe it. Yeah, I, you know what? Now that you said that, yes. Because, like, of course, part of the joke is that he's dressing up in very stereotypical gear and talking very stereotypically of as course. he, like, meets with the boys. But I think he's trying to embrace his roots. Yes. I, that's actually what I, I, I think, think he's, he's actually trying, trying to, to embrace it. And he's trying to like, when he's he meets his like father, Cartman he's like, look, would. look, I'm like, I look at it. I am like, 
you're, yeah. I'm your son. Like, how cool is that? Like, he's, I feel like that not, is exactly what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. He's not quite as evil as he will become where he tries to commit genocide of all non-gingers. Right. Because he thinks he's a ginger. But, you know, he doesn't Magneto himself yet. But, Absolutely. yes. Like, I think he actually is trying to just point, connect with something. Exactly. So the boys are starting a go-kart. And in particular, Kenny is I'm glad they just have this happening. There's just a go-kart now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no reason. No reason. So Kenny, just Kenny's out. trying to start this go-kart. The, and Kyle and Stan are talking about how they're going to get to... They're going to have to actually watch that Bob Saget show to see if they won, which they're not uh, They're not happy about that. Of course not. Nobody Cartman. Cartman shows up. He's got some stereotypical uh, uh, African-American paraphernalia. Yes. He's got a big, big clock. He's wearing like a red... Red uh, jumpsuit. Jumpsuit, yeah. Or tracksuit. Big flat top hair. Yes. Surprise he wasn't in blackface a bit. I feel like that would have been too much. Too much? Yeah. Yeah. Because he, like, I don't, especially with us saying, like, oh, he's trying to embrace it. I don't know if he would be like, let me put on makeup to make myself look more like him. This is just what he looks like, so. If you believe, like we do, that Cartman's being a little bit innocent here and actually trying to, then yeah, then it, then it would have been too much. Because he, yeah. he wouldn't be doing it as a joke. He's doing it truly thinking, yes. oh, I'm black. I'm right. trying to act or, like, appear. Or, like, look it. Like, I, yeah. I, can do, I can do the things that I think a black person is. Right. Which, regardless if look. he's right or wrong, that's <laughs> right. what he thinks. This yeah. is what he thinks. This is this is all Being he knows a, right now. A little shithead eight-year-old kid. That's yeah. right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wrote down. I mean, he's dressed up like you know early '90s hip hop style. Yeah, it like idea. reminds me of somebody. The hair reminds uh, me of somebody. Is it like the? A, is it the it, boxing guy? I'm trying to think of like like the not the boxer, but like the boxers agent that has that hair don king don king has big spiky hair. oh no he's got spiky Fla- hair. flat top was a trend in the late 80s like early 90s like oh, okay. the wayans i think had it okay um the kid from stranger things i think has it in one of those seasons because oh i think you're right I they're think doing this yeah okay okay maybe that's i'm just picturing the hair then yeah definitely so kenny gets dragged by the go-kart because it finally takes off and he gets dragged around and dragged around and dragged around but he's okay and then he, he gets hit yells, by a train. like i'm okay yeah and then train yes train uh lovely i didn't think how'd you, how'd you feel about this kill um it was fine it was there wasn't like a lot to it i thought it was fine I, I liked I, the other one where it was like a little bit more of a, a subvert the expectation that yeah. was great yeah um yeah but this one was just kind of like, yeah, that's kind of what I expected. Yeah. I mean, you Something see had it coming to hit a mile him. away. Something had yeah. to happen, yeah. I didn't think it was as good as some of the other ones we've seen in the in the season. Sure. Oh, Cartman, instead of just saying, you know, because he was kicking it with some homies on the West Saida. <laughs> so he, kept, he keeps saying West Saida, which yes. I remember becoming part of Cartman's, like, when they would, like, show commercials. Probably still to this day, oh, they'll yeah. show Cartman going West Side. <laughs> Does he do it in later episodes, or literally just this one? I don't know. I'm I don't curious know. now. Yeah, there's a good chance he does, but I mean, obviously they get it from this one, and and it is like it would always be in promotions of like Comedy, you know, South Park on Comedy Central Wednesdays. West Side. Like that was always <laughs> the thing. He explains why he's dressed like that. Oh, yeah. And he explains why he's dressed well, for, like a chef. 
Yeah, first Sorry, off, please. Chef's like pulls him inside, is like, take that damn thing off. And like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he pulls the because the, the flat top hair yes. is a wig. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then he explains it. Yeah, like, so well. Chef, Chef can't quite remember. But Which makes him go, wait, am I am I your dad? Yeah, like, he does well, kind of have that moment for a second. Yeah, because he's like, I don't quite remember. And he's like, well, Chief Running Water saw you with tongue kissing my mom. And he's like, oh, well, you don't, you know. That's not how that tongue, works. Yeah, with tongue kissing. So he sings a song to Carmen to explain it. <laughs> he sings a song about, you know, we're going and we're going to get hot. And then <laughs> and then she says, hold on, man, I got to go to the bathroom. And... <laughs> And you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and you oh wait, God. and you wait, and you wait. I, I like this little uh, I like how nudity. He's, he's literally speaking about, like, a specific time for himself, <laughs> I feel like. It's not even, it's not yes, even, like, an every so. time. It's just, like, this is a very specific story, but this is It's, it's on his brain, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, Carmen interrupts him so that Chef can actually tell him the story. So, they were, again, in the hay, and this time, there you are. <laughs> it's the AFC champion Denver Broncos <laughs> yes. showed up. So a little and bit And she's different. looking at all of the all like, of all the of them as a group, players. not even just like one of the football players. It's just like them as a a group. Yes. Yes. Which I guess means that she had group sex with I, I, several I, of the. My assumption as well. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. Yep. She starts feeling something. Something's going on underneath that hay. Yes. And Chef is like, Literally Damn, something woman. is something going on underneath that hay. Right, yeah, because Chef is like, what? what is with you? Like, I haven't even done anything yet. And what you find out is that Mr. Hat was doing something underneath the hay because Garrison pops up. Yes. Brown-haired Garrison, looking, looking youthful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> youthful garrison over here so chef is like god damn it garrison like what are you doing in here and cartman's mom is like oh come on chef haven't you ever heard of a not i think she doesn't say menage a trois right but she she implies like let's have a threesome come on chef haven't you heard of a manage of three yeah a manage of three okay so <laughs> yeah same idea a manage of three a menage yeah. a trois chef is like yeah with two women involved and he doesn't want to be a part of the threesome <laughs> And Garrison gets mad because it's Garrison. It's Garrison. So he he was looking for a threesome with that get, her that and that Chef. That gets explained later. I think they all know at this point, except for yeah. Mr. Garrison. He's the only one yeah, who doesn't Mr. know. Mr. Garrison is the only one that doesn't know. Right. <laughs> or won't accept it, I guess is what Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Well, because he is like a self-hating gay man at, at points. Yes. Self-hating woman. He's a self-hating, self-hating lesbian. He, he's a self-hating hater. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Cartman is angered by this because he believes now that that means that his dad is Mr. Garrison. I mean, that would be horrifying, honestly. Would you would you really <laughs> yeah. want Mr. Garrison as yeah. a dad? Yeah. No. No, it's no, you don't. <laughs> so they sh- end up airing the video on America's Funniest Home or America's Stupidest Home Videos. And Bob Saget says, here's a video of a very disturbed little boy. And the <laughs> yes! crowd thinks the crowd thinks the video is hilarious. So Kyle and Stan are pretty confident that they're going to win that $10,000. They're very confident now. Cartman confronts Mr. Garrison. 
and Jimbo says that it's not possible because he's gay. Right. He's like, well, that's not possible. He's gay. He doesn't even say it, like, meanly. He's just like, well. I like... mean, yes, Jimbo, Jimbo, of course, is. Oh, yeah, he's probably homophobic he's, he's and everything. Homophobic. But yeah. at this point, the way he says it, it just sounds like, yeah, he's gay. Like, yeah. Well, even like duh. earlier in the season, Chef was like, aren't, aren't you gay, Mr. Yes. Garrison? I can't remember what season it takes for Mr. Garrison to no accept idea. that he's gay. I cannot I don't remember. Know. Garrison is like, all right, no, 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 no. Who here did not make love to Leanne Cartman at the Drunken Barn Dance? And they go to a bunch of different tables, and everybody's kind of looking at each other, <laughs> including Principal Victoria and the the mayor, yes. and Jesus and, and, and Miss, yes, Jesus and Mister Mackey included, and a priest, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, or Father Maxie. Oh, sorry. Father Mackey, yeah. Yeah, I said Mister Mackey instead of Father Maxie. You did. Maxie. Yeah. <laughs> I got confused. Those, those names are way too close. They are. So Garrison's like anyone can be your dad. And Jimbo consoles Cartman about this, and he says, like, look, I didn't know my father. And he's like, well, I mean, other than, like, I, I mean, I knew him, and we went on camping trips, and we had a lot of fun and stuff. But he's like, but, you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. It's like, no, I don't. <laughs> As he walks away, Mephesto says that he could do a DNA test with the whole town mm-hmm. to determine who Cartman's dad is. It'll cost money, and it'll cost $3,000 to do it. And Carmen's like, I don't have $3,000. And he's like, oh, never mind. And, this is, and then they, they all just go, go back, back to their thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that's the end of that one. Yeah, that's the end of that. I would have kind of loved if that was just the end of the episode. Yes. It would just stop right just there. And like, that's. It could have done that. on a total downer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cartman is sad because he wanted to find out who his dad is, but he can't. And he actually seems very sad it's as he goes to the bus It's very sad. Stop. He's like, that's okay, you guys. And he's like, I'm just going to go back into my backyard for a while. So he's going to just go back to do the yeah, play with Polly Prissy Pants. it's Pally, so sad. They tell Cartman they have a video that they submitted, and they can give him a share of the money right. that he needs if they win. Because they're just planning to buy another go-kart and a, a, a Walkman. <laughs> anyway, they're not really planning on buying anything. Yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't take that much money. So they're just like, well, you can have the 3000 Especially since it's... Well, I mean, they don't tell him this. But especially since they're doing this with a video of yes. him. You can they're tell like, they're nervous yeah. about that, though. They are oh, nervous about that. Absolutely. Yeah. They should be. And they're nervous about him seeing it. It comes down... The video comes down to hat on master's head. Oh, look at me. I'm a funny little dog. And I'm going to put my hat on my master's head. That was like what Bob Zega would do with like the voiceover too. It yep. was pretty accurate. Yeah, it's a little uh, cringy. Just very cringy. <laughs> and little boy tea party. And Ca- C- Cartman, I love this. The way oh that Cartman God. just keeps getting more and more angry. And his face keeps getting he redder. And he just keeps going, red. kill you guys. I'm gonna kill you guys. <laughs> He's like shaking. He's so he pissed is. off. And the third contestant is Kenny being hit by a train. I do like the little sound effect that they put in when the train hits him. That would like yes, Oop. yes. That was that was very funny. Oh, I'm such a cute little kid. I wonder if I can get this go kart started. Oh, I sure did. 
And of course the winner is Little Boy Being Hit by Train, and it's Stan's grandpa that submitted it. Yes. So he won the $10,000. They do get 3000 for the runner-up. Yeah, yes, that was, they do. That was what happens, yeah, yeah, on America's Homeless Videos. So they do get the $3,000. Right, and, and they're like, the car- you can have it. Here. Yeah, just take it. Please don't, don't kill don't us. Don't kill us. This. <laughs> Cartman's all red in the face. He tells the boys he's going to fucking kill them. I think he says fucking kill them, because I think they bleep out a fuck. <laughs> they go to Mephesto's. And That's Mephesto right. has narrowed down the father to, to the everybody in this in room. This room. <laughs> that includes Bar Brady, Chef, Chief Running Water, Jimbo, Ned, Gerald Broflovsky. So oh my God. Kyle's, Kyle's dad. They could be brothers. Himself, his friend Kevin, the little <laughs> thing, the little clone. Thing? Yeah, the the mini me clone thing. Yeah, I always thought he was like a mini me clone. I saw a thing that said that if you look at Kyle's face when he realizes his dad is there, that he's got like a shocked look on his face. Yes, I, I didn't. Does he? Because I, I, I thought didn't go he. Back I to, swore to he was shocked because then even later, like when he goes, they go through the names. He goes, "Dad, how could you?" Oh like... yeah, yeah. Okay. Or oh, the nineteen eighty nine Denver Broncos. The, yeah, the entire team. The entire team is the dad. They all share DNA. And then he opens the envelope and he says, I know who the father is. The father is. So what happens is they go, we should have left it silence for like 30 seconds. You can still do that. I saw, I suppose I still could, yeah. The father is... Who is Eric Cartman's father? Is it Chief Running Water? Or is it Chef? Is it Mephesto? Or that little monkey guy that follows him around? Or is it Mr. Garrison? No, he's gay. You go to hell. You go to hell and you die. Is it Jimbo? Nah. Or is it Officer Bob Brady? Oh, huh? Where? Or could it be Ned? Could be. Or Mr. Broflowski? Dad, how could you? Or is it the 1991 Denver Broncos? The answer is coming on an all-new South Park in just four weeks. What? Son of a bitch! Find out in four weeks or six weeks or whenever. Yeah, it was like only four weeks, which actually wasn't too far away. No, no. Like, it would make, it would be like a normal uh, television show, even at, at this time, especially in the late 90s. They would have had to wait like three months. Yeah, or like, a who year. shot Mr. Burns <laughs> happened like from May to September. Like you'd have to at least wait a little while. It's not that long to have to wait. Absolutely. But Cart- Cartman can't take it though, and he goes, "God damn it!" And that's the end of the show. <laughs> so that is the end of Cartman's mom is a dirty slut. Slut. Yes. I like Rachel, how you just you keep think? making me say it. It's great. Rachel, what did you think about this episode? <laughs> I liked this one. I thought yeah. I th- I feel like it has a little bit of like an interest to it. Like I I like that Cartman has it's getting a bit more like a rounded character, has a bit of a, a personality and a, like a, a a crisis, which is kind of mm. fun. I don't know. I find it. I found I thought this one was kind of interesting. I what like I said you like you were talking about earlier with Kenny's death, that was kind of lackluster. I don't know how they would have done a death otherwise though in this one because it was a little less so unless like they were actually in. The America's funniest or stupidest videos, and yeah. then something happened to him something happened there. there. 
and then yeah. they were like, oh wait, that's the best video. Yeah, and they like yeah. just give them the win because yeah. they recorded it. So I mean, like that was a little lackluster, but I kind I like that it was like on a cliffhanger and it's kind of silly and mm-hmm. you don't know who it is and yeah. So I don't know. This one was okay. Yeah. I agree. It's a fine little episode. It's more plot heavy than joke heavy. Yes, actually. Yeah, that's true. It's a little more, and it is a little more character development. I mean, at this point, I would assume I don't think that it was like Bart fever, but Cartman was the, you know, beefcake and all that stuff. So right. there was interest in his character. So like they're fleshing out a little bit of like why he acts the way he does or what he wants and stuff like that. So yeah, of course. Yeah, for for me, it's a it's a fun little it's a fun little episode. I saw on the internet a lot people ranking this like one of the top episodes of all time and the best of season one and stuff and we're about to say what we think but Uh, i don't think it's i don't think that's true i don't think that's true i don't know if it's like the top but i I hate doing rankings it's so difficult to do rankings so rachel it is come to that time we have done it we have a while we spread it out much better than we did doing all 13 episodes of The Simpsons. So we didn't get over, night, over... I was exhausted. <laughs> overkill. <laughs> but we have finally done it. We have come to the end of South Park Season 1. Which means that we... And folks at home, if this is the first time that you're listening to one of the TV Shelf Life episodes where we cover a TV season, this is our fourth television show that we've kind of gotten through we did so. the simpsons season one we did seinfeld season one we did the office season one where we got through all the episodes of season one of oh, those that's true because we haven't gotten through the twilight zone yet so we can't even no. talk about that one yet yeah well we but twilight zone is different because we say whether or not the individual episode has shelf life because it's true. anthology that's true so, it's a little different but those are the, the four continuous sitcom shows that we do what we'll do is we are going to say whether or not we believe that season one of South Park has shelf life. But because, you know, it can be fun. People like to see rankings of things. People I, like I to, just, to kind I, of see. They do. I'm so bad at it. They I do. Know. Rachel I know hates rankings. Do. I don't like doing it. I, I don't mind looking at other people's rankings, too. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. You kind of go, oh, okay, this is how, what I would think. Like, I wouldn't put that there, blah, blah, blah. But having to do it on your own sucks. Like... <laughs> I question everything, and then I yeah. constantly am changing it, and then I don't even well, know if it's true. That's <laughs> like... that's what that's what I was going to say. I believe rankings are very fluid. I could change these at the drop of a hat. It depends on the mood I'm in. Sometimes it depends on the the season that we're in. That's true. Like it just depends. So these are fluid, but in general, you know, the top's the top, the bottom's the bottom, and, and you know, stuff could always flip around a little bit. And I'm gonna say that as I go through my rankings anyway. So Rachel, I think what we'll do first is we'll do rankings, bottom to top. Okay. And then we'll say if there's any individual episodes that have shelf life just standalone, like if the folks at home wanna just go find that episode in particular and put that episode on their shelf, and then whether or not the season as a whole has has shelf life, because okay. that's the name of our show. And that's what we do. Okay. So do you want to do the... I, I will defer to the ladies first rule of do you want to do your rankings first? Otherwise, I am prepared to go. No, I I, I can do my rankings. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if okay. I have like a lot of explanation for anything. No, you so don't you need to. just get to have the numbers and enjoy You it can and go back and listen to all of the... <laughs> all of our, you know, there's time codes on every episode. Go that's l- true. 
roll back 20 seconds on the time code. Listen to what Rachel said about that episode and move on. Did I actually say I hated that episode and put it in and, and like number like three? Yeah, Find tell out. us that we're hypocrites I wonder if I am a hypocrite. No idea. Yeah, we don't fucking remember. You people <laughs> understand how many hours we do this. I don't remember a fucking thing I say most of the time. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Okay. So please go re-listen to it and tell us that we had our ranking wrong. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Tell me what you think my ranking was from how I responded to each episode. Yeah, I want to know if you, what you think. I want to know. I want you to put in the comments what you think that your what your rankings are. Oh yeah, yeah, too. that'd be great. That I would love yeah. to see your rankings and okay, then go. Rachel. Yeah, yours is way better than mine because that's probably that's probably exactly what I would do. I put in at number thirteen, Tom's rhinoplasty. Just something about it. Mm-hmm. 12 goes to Cartman gets an anal probe. Not their strongest, obviously the first. 11, Volcano. 10, Mecha Streisand. It's fine. It was entertaining, but, you know. <laughs> it's fine. That's, that's, that's fine. <laughs> Number nine, an elephant makes love to a pig. Mm-hmm. It was bizarre. Number eight. <laughs> it was bizarre. <laughs> This is this. I I don't have anything else to say. Number eight, Cartman's mom is a dirty slut. Okay. Number seven, weight gain four thousand. Actually, I'm wondering if I would actually flip flop those now. All of a sudden, in my head, I flip flopped it. Okay, well, flip flop it. Yeah, you know I'm gonna flip flop it. Okay, so Cartman's mom is a slut is seven, and weight gain four thousand is so number eight, eight is weight gain four thousand. Okay. Number seven, I don't even know if I, I feel like I'm ranking that one too high now. In my head, all of a sudden, I'm like, that feels too high. Weight gain? Yeah. Would you put it above or below elephant? I feel like it has to be below elephant. Shit. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. Rachel has, Rachel spent like an entire day trying to figure this out. I hate everything (laughs) so much. Okay, what's your revised rankings now? Uh, Now I feel like it, no, 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 hold on. I'm fixing it. I'm fixing it. hang on. Hang on, folks, we're starting over. Wait, no, wait. Yes. Where the hell am I supposed to start now? Number 10. Weight gain Number 10. (laughs) Number 9. Mecha Streisand. Mecha Mecha Streisand. Yes. Okay. Number eight, an elephant makes love to a pig. That's where my. That's where I think it's it's bizarre, but you know. Mm -hmm. Cartman's mom is a dirty slut at number seven. Number six, Damien. Number five, death. Number four, Starvin Marvin. Number three, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. I know everybody's probably like, oh my god, I can't believe you put it up that high, but look, I had to. Number two, Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. And then number one, Pink Eye. Okay. That's that's um, my rankings, but I still question to this moment. <laughs> your revision made it a little more in line with mine. We still have some dif- differences that we can discuss. I, of these episodes, any that individually have shelf life that you would just go back to and watch the episodes oh, individually. I feel like Pink Eye because, you know, Halloweenish, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, it just feels like you have to. I feel like this is why Mr. Hanky is up there. It's a Christmas episode. Like, yeah. it feels like a Christmas thing that you'd go and rewatch. I know we used to do that all the time. We'd go and watch, like, all of the Christmas episodes yeah. of South Park. So it, it feels like it but has to be up there. They do Christmas all the time, yeah. 
But I, I guess if you look at mine, it's probably the top six or seven. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. I, I, okay. I think it's fair. I think it's right. Even because yeah, I could see maybe. you could seeing maybe because it's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could, I definitely see your. <laughs> but top you start seven. going down and just kind of like, eh. Nine yeah. is fine because it's like it was fun to watch, which is Mecha Streisand. I it was fun to watch. It was it, it got a little. I don't know. There was something about it that kind of. I maybe I was in the weird mindset watching it, but yeah. Talking about but, it was fun. So, but a fair amount have individual shots. I would play. say yes. Yeah. The majority. Yeah. yeah. Which is why Rachel's saying it, the season one does not have shelf about this. Yeah, uh, season one doesn't. Oh my god, no. <laughs> all right, so my my rankings go as Thrustly. At 13, I have Cartman Gets an Anal Probe. I think it was trying too hard. It's a little crude to actually watch, but it, it's not bad or anything. It's just, it's a little just, crude. It, it is, it's just it the is, worst. It is, it is formed well, like as a pilot, it is South Park. It gives you what South Park is. So okay. I will definitely give it that. Number 12 is Weight Gain 4000. It's a little better, but again, it's like kind of a nothing kind of there episode. It's got yeah. beefcake in it, but other than that, it doesn't need to really be revisited. Number 11 is Tom's Rhinoplasty. It's better than I remember it. I remember really disliking that episode as a kid. And I know that some for some reason people have it as like their top episode. It, to me, it was not that great. It was only okay. Uh, Rachel had it ranked last, so obviously well, she agreed I... with me. Number 10, I have An Elephant Makes Love to a Pig. Number 9, I have Death. Number 8 is Volcano. 7, I have Mecha Streisand. I like Mecha Streisand. I, I think it's a fun episode. Yeah. I think I like the... Japanese man doing the voiceover. I like the the battles and the weird kooky mythology they came up right. with and all that. Honestly, kind of that's why mine could technically that could change and go higher because sure. it's kind of like after talking about it, it made me go, oh yeah, it was a little bit more fun than I thought. You know, at yeah. first, because for some reason I just thought this is weird. I don't understand what the hell's going on. I don't know why. And then when once we talked about, it, I'm like, oh no, this actually was kind of fun. <laughs> So I numbers, agree. Number six, I have Cartman's mom is a dirty slut. Again, I think it's I think it's fine. I think it's fun, like I, I was saying. Number five is Big Ale's Big A Boat Ride. Number four is Damien. I remember liking Damien as a kid. As an adult, I was like, oh, it's a little simpler than I thought. And then after we had our discussion on it, I was like, oh, no, it is actually pretty good. <laughs> like, the discussion actually bumped that one up for me, I yes. think. Yeah. Number three, I have Starvin' Marvin, because I... That one was better than I remember too. There's something too. ridiculous about there's, it. And yeah, just there's just something seeing little Marvin act like Carlos yeah. is, is hilarious. Yeah. Now my one and two can be flipped depending on the time of year. I feel like, and I, ugh, I really, they're kind of one A one B for me. I, I have it. I have it like this, so I'll say it like this. Number two, I have Pink Eye. Number one, I have Mr. Hanky the Christmas Boo. Of course they, you do. Those could easily flip for me. I like the sure. music in Mr. Hanky, and it's a very solid premise and everything. But Pink Eye is just a lot of fun. I just like watching Pink Eye. And, and I, like I watching I'm, Pink I'm, Eye. <laughs> rewatch it for Halloween, I think. So it, it's tough because yeah. I do kind of think maybe Pink Eye holds a best, but more special place in my heart. But it's tough. And I think I'm right with you, Rachel. I think the top seven, I'll, I'll, I, I would go back to maybe even top eight with Volcano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the ones below that have their moments, but I'm not seeking them out. 
Sure. So yeah, I, I the, we're pretty well in. We're pretty well close. We don't match up on any of them one for one. But we're yeah, that's within, weird. We're but within... I still feel I keep pushing weight gain down. I feel like weight gain has to go under volcano now in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't change it. I'll keep no, it. I mean, you can change it, Rachel. You can revise this. I keep wanting to push weight gain down. Like the more I think about weight gain, I'm like, why did I put it up so high? What's wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know if I remembered what it, like, was, what it was until like the second I switched it. I switched. I put it down to 11 now. Volcano's up at 10. That feels better. That feels way better. So like, what is the overall ranking then? So it would, if you, if we average out our ranking, it would go Carmen gets an anal probe, Tom's rhinoplasty, Waking 4000, Volcano, and Elephant Light makes love to a pig or Tide, Mecha Streisand, Death, Damien, no, you've missed Cartman's mom, then oh, Damien. Yeah. Cartman's mom, death, Cartman's mom, then Damien, then Big AL and Starvin' Marvin are tied, and then Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh, and then Pink Eye. That's actually a fairly solid list if you look that, at our average, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. Our biggest discrepancies are death, which is a four-spot difference. Yeah. Which I think is just personal preference. I don't yeah. know if there's even anything to really debate there. It's the, we both have them in the middle. I just thought it was drier, but it does have all the poop I don't jokes know. I in like, it. I like having Grimm in it. And I think that it was about Kenny. I don't know. There was yeah. just something about it. I like yeah. when it's like about like the character gets some development. So Sure. Big Gale, I know you love. You just it's like so it more than I do. not to. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just you just like it more than I do. That's why I it's do. ranked higher. Okay, so that's our rankings. Feel free to tell us why we're right or wrong, and it doesn't matter because this is shelf life. We are right. That's right. We're the source of truth. The only source of truth. So, Rachel, does season one of South Park have shelf life? None at all. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I Obviously, if you get half, if over half the season, you're like, yeah, I'll go back and watch those. Those, those could be on the shelf. <laughs> Kind then of... yeah obviously it's gonna be yeah. on the shelf it has to be on the shelf it's it's just goofy silly weird stuff and it's entertaining A anything that you got out of our rewatch here for the show that you didn't remember or that you appreciated or that pushed you into giving it shelf life i'm trying to think of what to say <laughs> you can just say no it's just it's silly and fun and i enjoy this I mean, that's true, though. I, I, It is very silly. It's very fun. I, There were a couple episodes I don't remember, like, at all, which was, like, Danny yeah. and I think Mecha Streisand. I'm like, I don't remember these at all. Some of the mm. other ones I had, like, like I mean, some something, of them the show right? every year, and yeah. Yeah. And so it was kind of fun just getting to to revisit it and see all the, the goofy crap that I watched as a kid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, I own the DVD, so of course it is on my shelf. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I can say I own shit that I don't need. But yes, this season so one, season <laughs> one, season one of, of South Park has shelf life. I think that's been determined here. This more so than excluding Twilight Zone of the seasons of television that we've done is the show. Like, yes, South Park evolves over the next 20 years after this season. Oh, yeah. But it's it's very fully formed, very quickly, mm -hmm. and they understand what this show is. There's a vision for it. It's it is funny. It is 
it's it's entertaining it's a lot of fun i i very much enjoy south park regardless of you know oh they they do both sides or whatever you know kind of crap you want to say it's a fun show so and it's a thoughtful show and it has fun characters it is thoughtful and stuff. i do like that part some of the episodes are, are going to be awful and trash some of the episodes are awful just gross no, like absolutely that happens but a lot of it's very thoughtful and actually yeah. has like something behind it one of my it's one of my favorite shows i you know i'm not gonna rank television shows but i mean it's there with simpsons and seinfeld for me and simpsons like i i might have said this when we first started doing south park for me like the simpsons has the highest of highs and it, and it just never didn't stop when it should have and you know and now, now it has it'll the, have lowest the lowest of lows, of lows. And it's absolutely awful <laughs> south, south park i think has clunkers of episodes because they have bad ideas that they just kept running with because they thought they were funny and then it was right. just stupid but it never got i don't think it even still is at the point where it's like everything you're watching with it is is unwatchable right anyway. and there's been a lot of shows where i it gets to that point and i get really sad because it's like i used to like this show and then it just goes to i can't watch it at all yeah and that just it's kind of sad like i still i i don't like watch it all the time the, like the new south parks but i have seen some yeah, no, and right. i I, en- I still enjoy it like I've, i'm like oh yeah, yeah okay i saw that episode like <laughs> yeah yeah i mean these these are classic there's obviously some nostalgia there but they're good they're mm-hmm. very good um there's still classic episodes to watch so yes we have finally gotten out of that mountain we are down at the bottom of the hill we can finally leave that quiet mountain town of south park at least for the first season but i'm sure we will come back one day to find out who carmen's dad is so with that being said cross it off the list south park season one it has shelf life i have been kevin and i'm rachel this is so Where's Saida?